By the way, Chris Moore sucks. Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Oh, right. to talk to Neil, call 5670560, toll free for David Brower, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday. You bastard. How are you? How are you doing today? Fine. Um, I wanted to take over a little segment here at Phil's show, if I could. Sure. Because we were, and, and I mentioned this to you when I called you originally. Um, first of all, Henry Barrow sends his regards. Not that I've talked to Henry since. My man, Henry. Henry sends his, sends his regards. Cheryl sends her regards to you. That's great. Cheryl's still working there? Yes, she is. My still. God, she'll, be, she'll get her Social Security there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that. God. Uh, we, uh, frankly, uh, Larry, were a little bit uh, taken aback, I guess is the, is the best way to put it, by comments you made to Coach Shula uh, on your program. My understanding was it was Friday evening. Yeah, well, I was taken aback. Uh, I had two different friends call me uh-huh. on, uh, I think it was one call Thursday night, one call Friday when it was learned that Don was going to retire. And they both said, boy, have you heard your old radio station. I said, no, I worked there 20 years with the only station ever to do the Dolphins. And, uh, they said, they're creaming them to death. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? They're exciting school maniacs. They're calling in and they're saying personal things about them. And they're vilifying them. And there's a guy in the morning looking to knock them off. He should be out of coaching and he's too old. And another guy criticizing the way he looks. So when I heard that uh-huh. from two different people, what I said to Don was, I heard that the station I worked at, and you worked at, because Don and I did a show together every day on WIOD, sir. Right. Uh, was rapping you, and he said he had All he said was, well, I'm just finishing. Oh, I'm sorry. Then he said he hadn't listened to talk radio in uh, in two years, but that he'd heard about it. Well, That's all. Um, so if I'm wrong, tell me where I'm wrong. Well, first of all, we were not uh, personally attacking Coach Shula. Uh We certainly we do a talk show here, as you do. Uh, we have several. Uh, what we did do, and any talk show would do, certainly uh, relative to a story of this kind of local import, was invite our listeners to call and voice their opinions. The host had no personal opinions about Neil, the coach? Neil Rogers, uh, quite frankly, if you're speaking of Neil Rogers or, uh, or Rick and Suds or any of the shows here, had nothing but the most glowing things to say about Coach Shula in his retirement. Now, while no, he hold, 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 hold. Neil Rogers has something glowing to say about someone? He, Neil was on. The day <laughs> the retirement was announced, Neil said uh, nothing I'm talking about, about before the retirement. I'm talking about after the retirement. After the retirement, the whole city applauded him. I can assure you this. Man. What about before the retirement? All right, I can That's assure you there was nothing personal in any negative statement made by Neil Rogers. What kind of criticisms were there? That, he, was, that he had his coaching ability had, had begun to slump, that the game perhaps was passing him by, that it was time to make room for a coach, and as you know, the the popularity of Jimmy Johnson here is 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 well. Uh, I, I I was I wrote in my column three years ago that Jimmy was going to come and coach Miami, and Jimmy told me that in Dallas. Bill Costin just says hi too. He's in the, the, oh, the other good. studio. But just uh, let me say this: uh, yes. there's a way you can do it, and a way you cannot do it. Now you can encourage callers to vilify. I, I've been doing this a long time. I understand that. I started. I know that you were with our radio station uh, for many years. years. Yeah. And uh, so I know how to do a talk show. Daisy Puppinitz. And I know I know yeah. how you can storm up a crowd. And the people who told me I have faith in. So you're telling me that, I, that Neil Rogers I, praised him. Larry, I would, I would, shocked I would not even Neil, bother you. I wouldn't even bother you with a phone call. Where I, I'm I, not talking I, about after, after retirement. Everybody's on the bandwagon. That. That's below. 
Well, I'm talking about before Coach Shula announced Were your callers personal or insightful? The callers, some of the callers may have been, some may have been. When they were, what did you say to them? We, we got rid of them very quickly, to be, to be perfectly honest with you. you know, they, Many you of them no, were dumb. Your, your inciting calls were off the air right away? They were off the air right away. And, and I, I, I apologize to Mr. Rogers for his fairness. Thank you. To the rest of the staff and the, the two people who told me because must have been hearing things. i got to tell you, Larry, I... I I take what I do very seriously. Hello? Uh, Larry, Bob's a little emotional. I'm sorry. I take what I do very seriously. And to have our radio station vilified on national... Now, hold, hold on one second, Bob. Your station... I was Bob, in my, how long have you been general manager? Get Bob a glass of water or something. How long have you been general manager? I've been here since 1992. Okay. I was in Miami two years ago. Mm-hmm. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life was on WRD. You see, it's comments like that that I think are very unfair. Do you want an opinion or not? Do you, do you think Neil Rogers is a good talk show host? I think he's the best in the business. I think he's the worst I've ever heard. I think he's the best in the business. Well, if, you're proud of him, if you're crying because Neil Rogers has been vilified, what, what I need to do is a weird case going on. Larry, can I, I jump in? go on Neil and cry with each other. All right, Larry, can I jump in for a minute? This is insane. Well, I've got a general manager here who's crying. That, Bob, if you can't handle this, I can do this or whatever. We want I can handle it. I, I, I never heard a worse station. All right. I think that's patently unfair of you, and I would demand an apology for that statement. For having an opinion? No, for, for saying that this is the worst talk radio you've ever heard. You know the influence that you have over people. It's you the worst talk radio i ever heard. I demand an apology for that statement. I will not give it to you. And nothing to do with that. And nothing to do with that. And nothing to do with that. All right. Big drive. It's going. from the Trying to stick handle up the spot. Shoot pass, a rebound score! Rob Niedermeyer answers up 4-3 on a power play goal. Right. What did I tell you, man? He's the best. Jigs McDonald, he ain't the best, but he's damn good last night. Good job there, Jigs, baby. See, I had to keep saying that he was an old fart because we were hoping that Geldy would get the job. But, you know, Geldy's okay. He's uh, pulling down the big bucks. Good job there last night. He sounded real good. Had great chemistry with my good, close, personal friend, Red Deer Randy Moore. Panthers pulled off a tie in a meaningless exhibition game. We got a big game tonight, boy. The first of only two home exhibition games. Let's get hockey intensive, huh? No. That'll get that audience down to about a point, too. And just to show you how serious we are about not giving away anything more on the show, we got nine pair of tickets for tonight's game against the Boston Bruins, including, let's see, how many pair are like the right? Look at this. One pair is in the Emerald Club in the front row, first row. And these are all good seats, by the way. Nine pair for tonight's game against the Bruins. 
Not that we're going to start giving a bunch of stuff away. I don't want you to start panicking because everything's been going real well since last November when we stopped giving stuff away. But it's just, you know, the timing of it. And Gary Sarner, they had the brisk for Gary Sarner's baby last night. Let's hear it. George is a little upset about that, of course, because he thinks it's barbaric and disgusting. And I would tend to agree with him now. After all those years of fighting, and if you can't fight him, join him. Or maybe it's after all those trips to Europe. Maybe that's what it is. You think that's what it is? Uh Yeah, that might have something to do with it. If you can't fight it, bite it. But (laughs) but at any rate, yeah, like I said last week, if God would have wanted the Jews to be born with no foreskin, instead of going through this barbaric ritual, they would have had no foreskin. Then we would have been able to tell the men from the Goyim, or however that saying goes, you know? Because it would have been happened natural. Anybody can slice one off, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, uh, you know, if they, that's what he wanted, did God want that? No. no. Somebody somebody made up another bubble I see there. By the way, let's take a poll. I think I should take Monday off at Yom Kippur. Peter Leonard told me that. He said it's a disgrace and embarrassment if I work on Yom Kippur. That would be a nice three-day holiday weekend for me. Let's take a poll and find out. In fact, if you want some of the hockey tickets, you should tell me to take Monday off. That would be a good start to maybe getting some tickets. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Then you can hear more about some Jewish swing clubs from George. Something like that, some more of that crap. Boy, look at it, nine minutes after ten already. By the way, thanks to the guy who sent me that uh, Phil Henry, um, a.k.a. Bob Green with Larry King thing, because we'd lost that a long time ago. That's classic. You know the one I'm talking about? And nothing to do with that. Yeah, the one we just played. 10.09 at 5.60 WQAM. Let me tell you. Oh, Roger's Scott. Hello, this is Bob Dole. You know, a few years ago, I had prostate surgery. Initially, I was worried simply about recovering. Then I began to worry about the post-operative side effects, like erectile dysfunction, ED, sometimes known as impotence, also referred to as whiskey wiener, leg of limp, soft serve, down periscope, wobbly willy, flaccid flagpole, heading south, spaghetti syndrome, limp biscuit, you know, ding-dong, the witch is dead. But there is help. You need to see a doctor with a little courage and proper treatment. He can help you achieve an erection, sometimes known as a boner, often referred to as a stiffy, hard time, pocket rocket, granite gumdrop, concrete crawler, roller quarters, a chubby, pitching a tent or being harder than Chinese algebra. And when you do get help, there's no reason to be ashamed because there's now hope for men and their partners. Hope that they'll soon be able to have intercourse, sometimes known as sex, often referred to as the humpy dance. Bumping uglies, hiding the salami, splitting the upright, the tube steak buggy, getting some on you, mashing nads, you know, taking a trip to the mound. So remember, it's a little embarrassing to talk about, but with a little courage and a few creative euphemisms, you too can leave behind the soft rock, get yourself some hard salami, and ride the baloney pony into a bright new future. I'm Bob Dole. Thank you. Where's my meat? 1015 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, I don't want to dwell on it because obviously looking at we got like uh, three or four calls on there. Got nine great pair of tickets for tonight's Boston Bruins Panther. One of only two exhibition games at the Macarena this year before the regular season starts in a couple of weeks. And most, uh, except for Pavel Burry, most of the real players will be playing tonight, like Ray Whitney, who didn't even play last night. I would pay to go see that, but nevertheless. Jigs McDonald, nice job there, Jigster. Excellent job. Like I said, he and Randy Moeller had a great chemistry. You heard more description of play-by-play in the first two minutes of that game last night in the first period than six years of Christina Moron. For people that thought that Christina was so wonderful, Christina was a joke. Christina was an embarrassment. In six years, Christina Moore never made one hockey fan. That's one of the problems we got in this town. Why here in the seventh year of the franchise, we still don't have 15 people who even understand what the game's all about. Nice going, Christina. We'll pack you another sandwich just to make sure you don't come back. Nice going, Jigs. Now, he surprised me. He really uh, did a really good. Not that he's not, you know, but he was uh, good. He was on top of it. 
Anyway, you know, Hank uh, was on top of the story yesterday, as usually is the case. Big fat Hank, he was uh, <laughs> he was on top of. It. No, he was. He had the story. And, and look at this. Not not that they not that they uh, gild a lily or do anything to like slant the news in the Herald. The same people that could put keep putting Barry Jackass's columns on the front page of the front section of the Herald week after week about oh well John Henry is he's narrowed the uh, sites down and he wants the stadium here and he wants it there and he wants us to pay most of the cost. All of that. It's always on the front page of the front section. We've had a 4,000-part series on that. Oh, and by the way, for anybody in our QAM sales department that thinks that the two live Jews on 1790 sound so great in midday, which I heard that rumor yesterday, you're more than welcome to go sell her a show. How do you like that? We got sales. I don't even know which one or more than one. We got some asshole down there that's uh, running around. Oh, yeah, those guys are really entertaining. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about uh, Goodfellas don't belong on network TV because you can't put Joe Pesci on there because you got to get... Yeah, right. That's pretty entertaining, you know. And by the way, Barry Jackass, I thought they had a sports station over there, not a sit-down comedy routine. That's why they got rid of Christina Moore on here. But nevertheless, I just mentioned that in passing. But at any rate, so Hank comes on yesterday and gives you the emiss about the... Uh, vote that was going to take place later in the day and of course sure enough it did in fact the uh thanks very much to my good close personal friend Stu Blumberg for faxing me 600 pages this morning of the resolution by the Greater Miami and the Beaches Hotel Association who unanimously said no Todd John Henry to pin and then where do we find the story do we find it on the front page of the front section of the Herald this morning no in front of the local section of the Herald no we find it on the bottom of the front page of the business <laughs> section how many sports fans, unless of course they're unless they want to read about NBC buying into Paxson, how many sports people do you think are uh, reading the uh, business section? Anybody? No. No. How many taxpayers out there are reading the business section who don't want their uh, money being fleeced? Just a little tiny article here on the bottom of the business section in the Herald today. You people, you're not fooling anybody, okay? You're not fooling anybody. You and Mayor Pinga, your little pimp there, and Mickey Harrison, the Gantamishpacha, the triumvirate there. The Herald and their boyfriends. It's kind of like this place, you know, Greg Reed and his buddies. It's the same thing in this town in Dade County. The Herald and their boyfriends. Don't make tourists pay for stadium panel urges. Tourists, the bread and butter of the local economy, should not be forced to foot the bill to finance a new $400 million baseball uh, stadium. The, uh, the Greater Miami and Beaches Hotel Association decided on Thursday. Voting in ex expectation of an effort by the Marlins to seek public help for a new stadium, Miami-Dade hoteliers decided unanimously to oppose any initiative that would place additional taxes on hotels or expand the current taxes used to build a new baseball stadium. Stuart Blumberg, president of the association, said, Enough is enough. Well said, Stuart. Ow! Enough is enough. Ow! And speaking of enough is enough, by the way, the uh, hotel tax, another penny, would generate about $85 million in Miami-Dade and about $50 million in Broward. The resort tax already provides more than $20 million each year to support many of the region's major sports venues. The Tennis uh, Center at Crandon Park, the Homestead Motorsports Complex, <laughs> yeah, what a scam that was, the Homestead Baseball Stadium, <laughs> how are those Indians doing, by the way, down there? Miami Arena, another white elephant. <laughs> National Caryenta Center, and American Airlines Arena, which is under construction as they slip the Mickey to the public again, using more tax dollars to help uh, help build facilities for billionaires, not millionaires, but multi-billionaires, whose business is taking tourists out of this town to make sure they don't spend their money here. Nice going there, Stewart and friends over there at the Hotel Association. Just say no. to John Henry, new people there at the Herald, you think that by putting this on the front page of only the business section and keeping it quiet, 
This should have been on the front page of the front section of the newspaper. Anybody, any journalism, any kindergarten kid taking Journalism 101 knows that. It's a big, big-ass story that the Humper <laughs> had here first yesterday right here on this radio station. That was fun. Nice going, Humper. And thank God for us here at QAM. Let me tell you, between the penny sales tax that they try to slip for over on you, and this thing that they're going to try to slip you the Mickey again, so that this boring little twerp John Henry can pull a Wayne High Pinga. See, I mean, it's as transparent as the day is long. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Yeah, you are, Mister. This whole PR campaign. Oh yeah, Wayne don't own the team anymore. Everybody knows we all hate him, and he's a prick anyway, and everybody despises him and his zit face. But now it's a nice guy who really likes baseball. He never stole a freight train, and uh, he really cares about us. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. What a phony baloney campaign that is. And that lie. You talk about liar, liar, your uh, ass is on fire. That lie about, well, you know, he'll build it himself. Yeah, but now the deal is if the public won't foot up the money to build him what he wants, his $400 million stadium, well, he'll only build a 25,000-seat stadium, which won't generate enough revenue to have a competitive team, and nobody will show up, so it'll be the point anyway. And so then, uh, God, he, you know, they'll forget about it. What's the point? I mean, you, if, if anybody, th I mean, we got a lot of stupid people here, no question about it, but if you think you're fooling anybody with that, well... I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Exactly. As long as I live, I'll never forget seeing him with that fat tub of crap, Jay Randolph, sucking his ass there on a, a, a Sunday on a whammy, on the um, on that Marlin, uh, whatever that whore fest is they got on there. Oh, yeah, it's really going to be. And this this little guy, he's about three foot two. like He's like a, a little Lilliputian, like Rumpelstiltskin. And he's sitting there in the chair, like looking at with this little wan, skinny face and his little slits for eyes. He's got slits for eyes and for brains, okay? Rhymes with slit. And so here, once again, they try to pull a fast one on you and keep this quiet, as though it's only that caveman, Neil Rogers, and maybe Fat Hank and a couple other sour pussies on QAM. They're the ones that are peeing on our parade and don't realize how important it is to have a baseball stadium in town <laughs> to the quality of life to our community. See, if we had, like I said the other day, some real leadership, even, even not forget about politicians, just even in terms of a real newspaper. That would have the guts to come out and tell it like it is. Instead of, for whatever reasons, both the Herald and Sun Sentinel who always seem to be pretty much in bed together, why they're so uh, hysterically in favor of this thing. I mean, why the hell not? No sweat off of their ass. And the Herald especially counting on everything. Everything that we build is going to be right down there by one Herald Plaza to, you know, goose up their property values. To make people want to go downtown. Does anybody here want to go downtown? No. No. Will they ever go downtown? No. No. And let me say it again, construction of the Miami Arena. That's another. They're supporting the Miami Arena. Is anybody that we know playing there anymore? No. How about the Matadors? No. Look at this. I'm giving away nine pairs. This show is beyond a shadow of a doubt. Even the freeloaders don't want these. And look at that. One just dropped off. <laughs> I was in the middle of that sentence and one call dropped off. There's no interest in that here. I played a little hockey highlight. There. That's probably the end of the show for today. Because it's something that nobody cares about. It would be like my doing a whole week's worth of shows on swing clubs, you know? There's more people go to one Panther game than go to all the swing clubs in this town in any five-year period put together, which don't mean I'm not in favor of them, but it's just narrow casting, man, like talking hockey here. Nobody cares. There's no interest. None. Zero. zippity doo They wouldn't know Jigs McDonald from Old McDonald. E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-O. Boy! Right. But we got to keep digging into your pockets, boys and girls, and uh, squeezing all the money out of there that we can, and the tourists, too. And, by the way, a very interesting study. 
1995, before construction of the Miami Arena, a Miami-Dade County study revealed that less than half of 1% of overnight visitors go to sporting events here. Less than half of 1%. But let's just keep goosing up the taxes on them until we get them high enough we can see if we can drive some of them away. We already drove all the spring breakers away, you know? Uh-huh. Right. And, of course, the frogs, thank God we drove most of them away because of that cheap but worthless Canadian uh, loony. Uh-huh. Right. So let's see if we can't drive some more, like uh, maybe a, a few English-speaking tourists, uh, if we have any. Drive them away. Friday, you bastard. Winds up in hospital. Poor Bob Barker. <laughs> how many years have I been the only one in America to tell you very accurately, by the way, how much money have you got? And I like Bob Barker. I got nothing against him, especially an old fart that's getting laid as much as he is. You got to respect that. But, but Jesus Christ, how much is enough, Bob? Go save some goddamn uh, furry animals again, which is what he was going to be doing in front of. Listen to this. Barker, 75, he was admitted to a hospital Thursday suffering from fatigue. I can't imagine why. He went to the emergency room at George Washington University Hospital in D.C. when he didn't feel quite right before meeting with some members of Congress about those furry animals again, he's trying to say. He was in good condition, expected to leave the hospital today. He was in Washington lobbying on behalf of a bill that would protect animals that are part of entertainment acts, like uh, Harry Elefante and some of those others. I mean, you know, I respect what he does for the animals. That's wonderful. And what he's doing to some of those uh, broads there on The Price is Right. But Jesus Christ, wrap it up, okay? Hang it up. They'll have a big award show. Thanks for 600 years of great entertainment and uh, your silver hair. And I'll uh, get out of here. Go play golf. Man, he's suffering from fatigue. He tapes five. You know how they do that? Five-hour shows in one day. So a lot of those people, they say, oh, we only work once every uh, once a week. Yeah, but they tape five one-hour shows. Which doesn't just take, by the way, five hours. I hate to break the news to you, okay? It's a grueling, exhausting, especially for an old fart like him. But we're supposed to feel sorry for Bob. Anybody feel sorry? No. No. You mark my words. We won't get one call from anybody in this audience today that heard Jiggs McDonald on the station last night. You watch. I've been trying. I've been exhausting. And, of course, everybody remembers the days, like I said the other day, it's a miracle I survived them, those great hockey shows we did with my close personal friend. They stunk. Oh, my God. Doing another one Monday, right? Yeah, you are. No, I'm, I don't know. I, I think I ought to be here. I mean, why should I take off Yom Kippur just because that crazy Peter Leonard says so? 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Not that I want to sound like a big shot because Gary Sarner gave me these tickets to give away, by the way, and Gary uh, had the brisk for his son last night, and even Bluff Lindsay was there to see what it looked like. But nevertheless, and these uh, the, the first, the uh, great tickets I got here, row one, section 133, row one, seats 10 and uh, 11, or 9, whatever it is. These these have got a face value of 105 bucks a piece, this, this one a pair. Of course, at the end of these, we've got a few nosebleeds in the upper deck, but most of these are pretty good seats. But nevertheless, there's no interest. How can you be interested in something you don't understand? And let me say it again. Christina Moron, you're as much as responsible. I mean, you talk about taking the most exciting thing in the world and making it next to sex and making it boring. That's what this guy did for six years on this radio station. Like I said, thank God for my close personal buddy, Jiggs McDonald, at the hair. Nice going, Bill Torrey. And by the way, quit wearing those polo shirts. People are still laughing at your gigantic breasts. Okay? Even Britney Spears is jealous. Here's a mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello? Neil, my yes. God, I had on through all those breaks. Yeah? Uh, I want to tell you a quick uh, Jewish uh, Bubba Micey story. Uh, I'm getting married next week to a Jewish woman by a, by a rabbi. Yeah. Well, I went to another service, and the rabbi was talking about the new uh, Felisa Rosh Hashanah calendar, and he basically said that it was all a bunch of... Bullcrap. Uh, it was a bunch of bullcrap. He said what they did was is they, they decided to make the calendar, and how they came up with 5760 was they counted backwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell they do that. Well, but anyways, look, at if you read from right to left, it figures you're going to count backwards, too. Well, that's true, but anyway, the rabbi's going to marry us. We had a hard time finding one because I'm not Jewish. Crap. So, so, exactly. So the first one that would take 400 bucks, and he'd marry us. I thought that was the most hilarious thing. Le- Larry, will, still... Larry will marry you cheaper than that. Only $50. Yeah, he's a rabbi part-time on weekends. Yeah, but the funny thing was is that there's actually rabbis out there that are not official rabbis. Oh, I know that. So I couldn't be married. So yeah, Mr. Ego the... used to have that one on his show all the time. The one, He would marry anybody. He would used, yeah, used to marry dinosaurs. And he, and he was the one we were going to go to, but the mother-in-law said, well, he's not an official rabbi. Oh, excuse well, I'm not an, well, I'm not an official Jew, so what the hell difference does it make? Yeah. I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. As far as the tickets are well, concerned. At least I feel more Jewish than you are anyway, not much more than that. I'm a culinary Jew. It only has no, to do with devil. No, I'm probably more Jewish than you are because I go to temple. Oh, okay. Like I said, better you anyway, than me. Anyway, as far as the tickets, I'm oh, not going hey. to ask for them. Although I'd love to go because I, uh, you've, give, you've given me tickets before. Oh, okay. Well, but in I that wanted, case. But can I, can I call two people douchebags? Go ahead. My black brother, Dwayne, and the bald-headed guy named Sean. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. See you, bye. Bye, Okay, it's uh, Yom Kippur on Monday. Well, that's why we're having a hard time getting a lot of response here today. They're all getting ready for Yom Kippur. They're eating like crazy now because we got to fast on Monday. That's another thing. Am I going to fast on Monday? No. No. Is my mother going to fast? No. No. Or any other? Is anybody else with a brand? Even the uh, thanks for calling lady. She said she's fasting only until about noon, and she's going to sleep till ten, <laughs> till the show starts. <laughs> nice going, sweetheart. That's the way to do it. It's like the Atkins. I'm having a perfect Atkins day so far. Better than uh, my good buddy Rick <laughs> Sanchez who's busy eating uh, 25-pound veal chops and four or five steaks at a sitting and who's squatting over Biscayne Bay as we speak. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I was uh, actually one of the few people who was watching Whammy last night, and they did a story on the Times about the the governor signing into law that planes over 20 years to fly through Florida, people can't sue if they crash. Whammy. God, it sucks. Really, you don't say. He says that 
uh, they say that what's going to happen is all the airlines are going to move their older planes into Florida mm-hmm. because all it has to be is somebody. Well, why not? we got all the older people in Florida. Why not the older planes? But, I mean, it's just going to become a nightmare to fly a plane down here. Yeah. So I just didn't know whether you knew about it. And Well, a lot of the older American Airlines uh, planes, especially, I understand, have, like, extra large overhead compartments for the, uh, you know, drugs. Well, that's all I Land had. mines, hand grenades. Okay, thanks for the good news. Let's hear it for Governor Booch, okay? Let's hear it. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 22 before 11 here at QAM on a tremendous, on a really uplifting, uh, it's almost Jump Kipper Friday. I think I should take Monday off. Why should I ask the audience, okay? I mean, Peter Leonard came in here and he was, I'm going to tell you, he is certifiable, okay? I mean, this, this is a crazy person. This is a truly, truly insane, crazy person. And of course, he's in our sales department. Anybody want to buy any spots from uh, Peter? No. Oh, wow. Crazy person. Who, by the way, has he ever sold anything on his show? No. But he sure shows up here all the time. What's doing? What's doing? What's doing? Peter, you're crazy. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. Here's the place. Oh, by the way, do we? Now, after I talked to Screwan, thanks, Screwan. Did John Penis ever come in and straighten us out on this? No. No. Like I said, this is a place where we have a whole bunch of people who won't do any, who won't do their job unless somebody forces them to do their job, and nobody will force them to do their job. Salespeople are ice holes. Okay, 17 before 11 at 560 WQM. Let's not waste any time. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I was calling in for the Panther tickets. No. Recent court rulings concerning the sexual orientation of scoutmasters has made it nearly impossible for the average parent to know what kind of scouting experience their son can expect. But one organization has arisen to make things perfectly clear. The Gay Scouts. Okay, troops, time to set up camp. But I've been pitching a tent for hours. The Gay Scouts will teach your son the art of self-preservation in the wild. Aw, man, it's natural light. How are we going to get this fire going? That's okay. We can make our own body heat. When your son joins the Gay Scouts, He'll hear late-night ghost stories. And when the severed body was found, he was wearing a Donna Koran ensemble with clashing lapels that had been out of season since Labor Day. <laughs> that was the scariest thing I ever heard. So if you want your son to bond with other like-minded young men, have him join the Gay Scouts today, where our motto is... Ten forty-five at five sixty WQM. We got Hank at two. We got uh, the Jimmy Johnson show. The Jimmy, we could be special Johnson show at five o'clock. At six, we got the Steve Goldstein from the National Carienta Center because it's the first game of the year. It's the exhibition game against the Bruins, which are still. And by the way, the uh, the freeloading bitch that I hung up on immediately after I said no to, she had been calling George from uh, the moment that I came on a year mentioning I had the hockey tickets to give away, sucking around for the free tickets. Not hey, how you doing? Not have a great life? Not uh, what's up? Not uh, what up? Not just uh, I want the tickets. And the answer, of course, is no. no. Another classic example of the women in South Florida who absolutely have nothing to say to me under any circumstances unless they're pissed, pissed off because they said Nick looked like a uh, pineapple head that one day. But other than that, they got nothing to say to me. But if I got something for free, all of a sudden we got we got an 80 share in women. Ordinarily, we got about a 1.5 share in women. We got every goddamn male in town listening to this show. But the women, oh, no, we wouldn't listen to him unless he's got something free to give away. And then all of a sudden we just had a radio accident and we happened to be listening. 
even though those two guys, those two live Jews on 2800 on the dial are very entertaining. Is what the uh, rumor is in our sales department down there. And you know something? They would find that entertaining because that's a sports station, see? Alleged. That's a real man sports station. That's a place that they ought to be working, not here. By the way, I just looked at the schedule for Monday. It looks to me like Hank Oy. will be taking Yom Kippur off. He'll be uh, professionally Jewish on Monday. And Jim Mandich is going to be yes. on from 2 to 6. So why should a nice Jewish boy like me be working on Yom Kippur, the most solemn day of the year, the most solemn day of the year? I'm considering it very seriously, you know. Plus, you had to finish up that story about the uh, swing club. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Our jig last night. And? He sounds like he has a hawk in his throat, but I love him. He's good. He interacts good with Mueller. Yeah, they they were a good. Uh, I was pretty excited. I was pretty psyched about it because I, I listened with an open mind. And as you know, I've ripped him pretty good because uh, he is an old guy, but he was he was good. And of course, especially in retrospect, fifty thousand times better than his predecessor, who was a piece of crap. He didn't hyperventilate during you know all those fights at the, from the first period. No, and he actually described the game. Right, like yeah. you're supposed to do. Hey, but that's not why I was calling you. I was trying to call you yesterday when you were talking about guns. Yes. I was the guy who called you a few weeks ago. You know, I was flying Delta to Rome. Right. You ripped me for it. Well, I ripped you for what? For flying Delta to Rome. Well, I mean, you know, what can I tell you? Anyway, I just wanted to relay you my my experience there. The main difference I've had there. It was my first time in Italy, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm very well traveled in the United States. And when I get to any of the city, you know, the big cities, LA or Chicago, or whatever, I always try to find out, you know, what areas to go in, what are the bad areas, take a cab everywhere. Mm-hmm. Besides the beauty of Rome and the, you know, the splendor and the the history of it. Every night, late night, we went, you know, there's a huge park at the end of Via Veneto. Right. We just walked around the park, and I just had this general feeling of safety. Right. I just didn't feel, even the bums looked peaceful. Uh-huh. I mean, in, in Central Park, I feel like I'd get killed. I just felt safe for some reason. Right. Only because of what I've heard you say, and I, I had that feeling. That's how it is all over most of Western Europe. Any place that I've ever been, Copenhagen, Stockholm, Amsterdam, Berlin, Cologne, Rome, uh, Milan, uh, Florence, you, you don't feel uh, like you're in danger. I loved it. Well, i got to get over there more often. Exactly. Well, I'll gladly suck around for some tickets. Next time, fly Alitalia, though, please. Okay. I'm telling you. Alitalia? Alitalia. Sounds good to me. Okay. They fly direct from Miami to Rome nonstop. You didn't go nonstop. You probably had to go to Newark or somewhere. Philadelphia. Philly, see? Fly Alitalia next time. Okay, you got a pair, pal. Thanks. Hang on. Okay, line five to our good paisan there who just came back from Roma. And didn't have any complaints either, by the way, like that jackass that called a couple of weeks ago. Oh, gee, I was so scared I didn't want to get off the cruise ship. First of all, when you start talking to people that do a lot of cruise ship uh, stuff, you know you're dealing with assholes in the first place. With people that don't really know how to enjoy their vacation time. They want to be captive prisoners on a goddamn boat to nowhere somewhere. You know, you've only got so much vacation time, most of us, so why would you want to waste a lot of it sitting out there on the open seas, uh, probably uh, like a prisoner on a ship with a bunch of people you can't stand in the first place? Like that guy, like the guy that called a few days ago, was on a cruise ship and was all psychotic because nobody spoke English and uh, all the Cubans and blah, blah, blah. Well, there you go, pal. Another good reason to stay off the cruise ships, not to mention the fact that Mickey Harrison's sucking the lifeblood out of this town. Yeah, that's why the hero likes him so much, because they're so concerned about our community. <laughs> Great letter to the editor, by the way. I'll get to it a little later. Lisa Versace, the Florida director of People for the American Way in Miami. Free speech at risk in this morning's Herald letter to the editor about Los Van Van. And also later on in the newspaper, Los Van Van may play in Miami after all. How do you like that? Where else in America would you have a controversy going on like this about whether a band from another country can perform? Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. Exactly. 
Here's a mobile in Miami Shores. Hello. Talking to me? Yes, sir. Sounds like you. All right. Um, I had a radio accident, and I did hear a portion of the broadcast last night. Yeah. And my opinion was, I, I thought at first I was listening to a Phil Henry parody. It was funny. What does I that mean? I couldn't believe it. What do you mean by that? Well, maybe I tuned in a bad time when the fight was, but, you know, Chris Wells gets in a fight, which lasts about five seconds. He's down on the ice. The whole thing just reminded me when I listened to Phil Henry do uh, parodies on Marlins games. The thing sounded like a parody on a uh, hockey game. Are you so, sure? Yeah. Yeah. All I can say is the nice thing is, and I'm going to go to the game tonight, and the nice thing about having season tickets is at least half the time you don't have to listen to it on the radio or watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Anybody figure out what he just said? No. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. See anybody? If this was like a real sports town, forget about hockey town. We'd already had six hundred people saying, "Oh my God, what a breath of fresh air!" As opposed to that jackass we had the last six years, who wouldn't describe to us what was going on and where the puck was, and well, we never had any idea what was going on in the game. And half the game he was mumbling and trying to do sit down comedy, even during the regular season. If this was a real sports town where anybody knew, uh, you know, Joe Bowen from uh, Jimmy Bowen. They don't know Mike Lang from KD Lang. I'll tell you that right now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. It's never ever going to change. I can keep sitting here wringing my hands and getting upset about it. Am I going to get upset about it? No, no, because I've just resigned myself to the fact that that's the way it is. Hey, we got Pavel Bure. Well, I was on vacation last year. Are we excited about that. Who? Who? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. that was the best. That was the tip off. That was uh, one of the, I mean, that was one of the really clear, clear uh, what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Crappy moments of my life, yeah. In other words, uh, I could see exactly where I was at that point, if I had any doubts. A moment of clarity, that's what I was looking for. I thought that's what you put in your hair. Or is that what you take when you got allergies? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in North Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Um, I Look at all the ladies we got on there now. Well, wow. Do you know, um, yesterday, did you hear the interview um, uh, with the, the governor of Texas when they asked him about the incident? No, I did he not. He said has nothing to do with people having access to guns. Oh, well, he's a gun hugger. What's and, he going to say? He's in Texas. He's bless going to the Lord him. or praise the Lord and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then they interviewed the uh, pastor of that church. Yes. And he actually, I think he said something a little more coherent than uh, our government, Bush. Mm-hmm. He said it's a government culture. Bush. He said it's a culture, and I think it's, it's Yeah, but right. he, also, he also said last night, which made me want to puke, the same old usual religious crap about we shouldn't feel yeah. bad because these people are, are safe with now. Lord. Yes, and they're with the Lord, Lord and yeah. they're with the Lord, and they're in heaven. And you know something? But I he made more myself, sense than, the, than Bush. Did that make more sense? No, he made more sense than uh, people, you know, uh, that... You know, people not killing, uh, guns not killing people, mm-hmm. but people are killing people. Right. And um, speaking of Bure, my kids made me stand for three hours on Hockey Fest mm-hmm. to uh, to get, a, you know, his autograph. Really? While they were running around, mm-hmm. and they only let, like, 200 people. That was, like, the first five minutes of the line. Uh, and uh, it was pretty much a uh, disaster, I thought. All the players didn't get there on time. They canceled. Uh, the lines were, like, so huge. Yeah, but I bet you Ray Whitney was nice to everybody. He, I, 
even Terry Murray was nice with the kids. Really? The only one, I hate to say yeah. this again because I called about it before, the only sourpuss of all of them was Melanie. Oh. When the kids were running after him, he was really not nice. Mm -hmm. well, Everybody he else. He practiced on that rat and he just, uh, uh, keeps, you know. Robert Vela was great with the children. Right. He signed until the last one was there. And, you know, most of the people were real nice. Mm -hmm. um, so. Especially Ray Whitney. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He has a pair. Yes, he does. And can I have a couple of tickets? You have a pair. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> now, wasn't she nice? There's a freeloading lady, but a good one. Let's give her some good seats, by the way. In fact, let's give her the seats right now. I'm going to hold those out. She's not that good. Let's give her uh, Section 124, Row 12, Seat 2. Those are great seats, 60 bucks a piece. Now, are you keeping track of what I'm giving, by the way? Are you keeping track of who's uh, giving yeah, what man. to whom? How? I've got nine envelopes. Right. I'm writing each person's name on the envelope. The tickets are going to go in. But the how envelope. do you know which tickets they're getting? I thought they were all the same. They're not. <laughs> they're all the same? Well, then they're all the same? I think we're all uh, for tonight. They are all for tonight. Well, then whatever. But put them in the order. I'll put them in the order. Some seats are nosebleed. Some seats are real good. And there's one pair that's right in the first row. Line them up in order from left to right somewhere, okay. and that's what the... Uh, left to right. Left to right. Your left or... Left, left to right. I'll just, I'll just put, like, little numbers on them, okay? Put a number on each envelope, okay? I'll put little numbers. Ever had a little number? Five, six, ever smoke a little number? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I'm one happy guy. She's packing her bag. Oh! Hillary's gonna leave me for New York, New York. Yep! I'm waving goodbye. Yeah, I'm going back. Rudy Giuliani, she's got a beat. New York, New York. Outrageous. I want to wake up. In the White House and be all alone And find there's no sign of hell To bitch and to moan No more evil eye I won't hear her nag Her run will make my life so sweet New York, New York if you elect her there, she'll be out of my hair. It's up to you, New York, New York. She's gonna wake up in a city so far away while she's on Capitol Hill. can retire while she goes to work. This gig will make my life so sweet. New York, New York. Hope they elect her there. Get her out of 
And since we're hockey extensive, baby, who better to be singing about than the Ice Princess? It's 1102 at 560 WQM. We have a couple open lines, believe it or not. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So the Greater Miami and the Beaches Hotel Association passed a resolution yesterday, and the last paragraph being the most important one, saying, Now be it resolved that the Greater Miami and the Beaches Hotel Association, through unanimous action taken by its board of directors on Thursday, September 16, 1999, is opposed to any initiative that would place any additional bed tax on hotels or expand the use of existing bed tax for the purpose of either building or operating a new baseball stadium in Miami-Dade County. Let's hear it for the Greater Miami and the Beaches Hotel Association and Stu and the Gansa Mishpacha. Let's hear it for them. And let me say it again in case you missed the beginning of the show. Hank had the story yesterday. Before they even took the vote, they took the vote. It was unanimous. And instead of being on the front page of your Miami Herald today, where every other ass-sucking story has appeared by Barry Jackass and all our other flunkies about John Henry and all the sites and will it be this one, will it be that one, et cetera, and so on. Instead of being on the front page of the front section, it's way down at the bottom of the front page of the <laughs> business section. little story that almost nobody would have seen unless uh, somebody would have pointed it out on the air. Unconscionable unconscionable if you ever had any doubts, if you thought that we exaggerated about the one-sidedness and the slanted news in the Herald, just take a look at this. The fact that they're trying again to peddle to you, just like they tried to peddle to you unsuccessfully, Mayor Pinga's penny sales tax, now they're trying to peddle to you, John Henry, and let's uh, give them some more money and build another goddamn stadium for billionaires. Oh, that this would only be on the ballot. They're trying to get it on the ballot for next year, a year from November. Oh, I pray. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Mobile in Davy. Oh, hi, Neil. Good morning. How are you? Great. I listened to the uh, broadcast last night, and uh, he did a, he did a nice job. Uh, I grew up with Irvin and Gallivan, and uh, he's good. Yeah, well, he but, ain't no uh, he ain't no Danny Gallivan. He's no Danny Gallivan. He ain't no Bill Hughes. Sure. He ain't no Joe Bowen. He ain't no Rick Jenneret. He ain't no uh, uh, Fred Cusick. But he did a damn good job. Nice job, nice Jigs. Yes. I'd like to get your comments. Uh, I don't see any hope for the. For the Panthers this year, their goaltending is suspect. Hopefully, they'll finally. I don't think uh, the goaltending is the problem. They've improved over last year, and last year the goaltending wasn't the problem. The problem was porous defense and lack of goal scoring. That's and a lack of problem. a center. Right, that's right. Do you and think they, they have an opportunity this year to make the playoffs, or does it really hang on uh, on on Burray's knee? It hangs on whether Burry stays healthy all year, which is mandatory, and number two again. And I heard Brian last night, the spokesman, he was going on again about the youngsters in the organization. And this exactly. is the, and I, you know, nobody is buying that anymore. I mean, I hope he's right, but uh, that's gotten so old and so tired. Well, hopefully. And it's isn't it interesting, by the way, that Steve Washburn scored one of the goals against us last night for Nashville. Exactly. Well, I, I would enjoy going to the game, Neil, if that's possible. Okay, it's possible, sir. Thank you very much. Hang on. And may the good news be yours. Okay, let's give him of these, okay? That's number three. I'm sticking it right over here on my left, uh, your uh, center. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Come on, has the cat got these people stung today? Like I said, really a sad commentary. It's really the tip-off on just how much excitement and enthusiasm there is in this town about fill-in-the-blank, about anything, not just the Panthers, not just about some stupid exhibition game tonight, but about anything. Very, very sad. Very disheartening. It's like reaching in and just tearing your kishkis out. No wonder I'm thinking about taking off Monday for Yom Kippur, which I think would be a great idea. Has anybody mentioned anything about that? No. No, because I think I'm going to burn in hell if I work on Monday. I think, I think I've think i reached my quota. 
I think the Lord allows you to work so many Yom Kippur's in your life, and after you've reached the quota, if you work one more, then that's it. You've had it. You're going straight to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect uh, unemployment insurance. I think uh, this could be a very fortuitous opportunity, especially coming on a Monday, making for a nice three-day holiday weekend would be nice, a nice Jewish three-day holiday weekend. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. I wasn't sure I uh, got beat. Um, get beat for what? No, we had a tone. I'm on a, I'm on a mobile, and I'm in the middle of like a monsoon down here in Sunrise. There's a monsoon again in Sunrise? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're probably going to go home to a flood. No, don't say that. Oh, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, that fellow that called about two or three calls ago, that was one of the most self-righteous, outrageous attitudes I've ever heard. Which one? That, where the benefit of having season tickets is that many less games he has to listen to or watch on TV. Uh-huh. That is so outrageous. This guy's probably one of the people that sits at the arena with a cell phone trying to make everybody see see how important he thinks he is. Probably standing at one of those people that stands up talking to his friend three seconds away on another cell phone. Outrageous. I mean, favorite. a real fan would, would either want to watch or listen or see a game. You're interested in your team. You're interested in your players. Outrageous. And by, and, and by the way, Jiggs did a did a really nice job. I wasn't a major Islander fan like my sons were, so I didn't really have a chance to listen to him a lot in the past. But uh, what a what a breath of fresh air yeah. compared to the last guy. We never realized how good Jiggs was until Chris uh, Moran left. <laughs> and all okay. of a sudden. He uh, he pulls his. He really has a good memory for facts. Obviously, mm-hmm. he did his homework. He didn't yeah. just sit there and uh, and flub over a game. He and really does his homework. Also, unlike Christina Moran, he happens to be a great guy. Everybody here likes him a ton already, as opposed to Chris Moran, who is a real obnoxious, backstabbing jackass. That's what I hear. And obviously, Slime he's going to live down here, not not up up north. Right. Which well, is, he uh, already, I think he too. already has a home down in Boca. I think uh, he already had a place down here, so he will be here. That's good. I'm looking forward to enjoying him, and I'd sure like a chance to go into tonight's game. Okay, you got it, sir. Hey, I appreciate it. Hold on, and all the uh, ships at sea, too. Okay, it's the number four, which I'm sticking right on top of it, okay? I want to make sure this gets done right. I want to make sure we do it right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. You know something? It's a good thing I got these nine pair of tickets to give away today, because other than that, I don't think we'd have any calls. You know what I'm talking about? No. That's right. Just like yesterday, trying to get people off their ass. Although I, I realize it's it's a hopeless situation, this thing with a gun deal. It's, you're just uh, at a loss for words, you know. There's nothing to say anymore. It's just a barbarian place, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it. And then, of course, uh, our wooden vice president was on there last night with uh, my good, close, personal Only $50. friend. Oh, I'm telling you, Al, it's just uh, astonishing how wooden. And you wonder why Bush is like 15, 17 points ahead in the polls. I mean, at least he shows a little sign that he might be alive. Not that he stands for anything good, but nevertheless, he might be alive. Whereas our vice president, I mean, oh, winking, blinking, and not off to sleep. He just uh, he asked him a question about, you know, giving your, forget about doing the cocaine, but how about, uh, you know, your grades in school? And like, and he stammered, and his eyes uh, blinked and winking, and uh just answer the question, okay? Just say something profound. Say something. You ripped Ross Piro and as say something. But that's before the pressure was on, before he's actually running for anything. Nine minutes after eleven at five sixty WQM here. And beat that gator meat. Well, I got, got no hair, no hair. Well, that's why I 
wear a big old hat, I'd ride the rat. But I did this song just to pay the rent. It's a remake. Crazy little thing called love. There goes my image. I used to mimic both of them. This is a shortcut. It's just a way to feel the CD. Next time I'll do a monkey's track. It didn't take long to do this song Cause I copied it, the arrangement the same I guess you could say that it's a counterfeit It's a remake Crazy little thing called love Crazy little thing called love Eleven fifteen at five sixteen WQM. So Lisa Versace, the Florida director of Pipple for the American Way, writes: "Free speech at risk. It is an outrage for the city of Miami, which has a lawsuit pending over the cancellation of the Los Van Van concert to rent out the facility to a counter demonstration. Moreover, the difference in city-imposed costs for the two events is just plain discriminatory. Los Van Van's promoter will be charged 33% more for the facility, and the police department also demanded $17,908 up front for security. That didn't even include fees for investigating bomb threats, $300 per threat, or an added charge of $8,510 if the police determine the need for a dispatch. Does Brigade 2506 have to shell out the same amount if concert supporters stage a protest? No. If not, police officials must assume that concert supporters would never stage a threatening protest. Why should Los Van Van concert promoter Debbie Ohanian be uh, penalized, penalized, and Brigade 2506 be rewarded for potential unruly and threatening protest by a small faction of the exile community? I have encouraged peaceful protests by the exile community. In this case, however, Miami's mayor and commissioners are misusing their influence, perhaps illegally, to advance the political agenda of a single constituency. Free speech and le- the legitimacy of our representative government are threatened, writes Lisa Versace, Florida Director of People for the American Way. Oh! Nice going, Lisa, as once again this goddamn banana republic was on the verge of caving in. But the good news is... The Cuban dance band, Los Van Van, whose scheduled Miami appearance next month had been canceled, is now tentatively scheduled to play October 11th. Oy! According to an agreement worked out Thursday between band representatives, the Knight Center management, and the ACLU, which, of course, had to stick their nose in there, thank God. This was a victory for First Amendment principles in Miami, said Howard Simon, executive director of the Florida ACLU, which had threatened to go to court if the concert was not rescheduled. There's one possible snag Los Van Van has until Wednesday to comply with the federal regulation demanded by the city, proof that the band isn't making a profit and is only getting a per diem allowance. Thursday's agreement comes after a week of controversy that began when Los Van Van's concert was announced last week. The performance of the band sparked a flurry of calls to Cuban radio stations in Miami City Hall. Of course, as usual. Same old tired crap as the same old tired bunch of Julios think that they can run every goddamn thing in this town, which magazines we can sell at the airport. Same old crap. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. Amen. Nice going, man. Yeah. Pink of Tommy. Yeah, right. Crazy old spicks. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, I am. Good morning. First, I'd like to encourage you definitely to take Yom Kippur as the holiday. Uh-huh. Honor I just want tickets. Well, uh, of course uh-huh. I would, but I'd also like to tell you that I was also <laughs> at Hockey Fest. Yeah. Uh, waited in line over two and a half hours to meet Pavel Bury. Right. One of the nicest players on our team. Now, do you speak in English or in Ruski? In English. Yeah, in speaks, English. he speaks okay. But I have to tell you, Chris Wells was slotted to be with him for signings, and uh, Chris showed up halfway through it, had a face on, sort of... Uh, 
Like, I don't want to be here. Like a long push, yeah. yeah. Well, he was probably sitting up in the stands because he's got so much practice doing it, you know. Well, I kind of feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Wished him a, a good season this season. Why do you feel bad for him? Because he doesn't uh, get any recognition, you know. If, if we don't want him on the team, then let's get rid and of him. Why did we resign him to another year, yeah? Why did we? Well, because probably we, when we trade him, we want to get something for him. I mean, you know. Well, I'd like to see the same thing happen with Rob Niedemeyer. You yeah. Know, first, uh, let's pack him a sandwich. He's a good kid. Nice going, Robbie. We like you now. Goodbye. You know, goodbye. Definitely. Scored a goal last night, Robbie. That fourth goal that temporarily put him ahead. Well, let's see a lot more of that during the beginning of the season then. I doubt it. Um, I have the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Like to see a centerman come in to work with Pavel. Yeah. That way he's not carrying the whole team on his shoulders this season. Right. Uh, also heard from my husband who was busy getting autographs at Hockey Fest, Trevor Kidd, attitude problem. Really? Rude to the kids. Rude to the Trevor kids. Trevor Kidd was rude to the kids? Yes. You must be kidding. No. And uh, if you saw him walking on the street, Neil, you'd say, boy, does he look like he belongs in Florida. You know, long hair, short. Oh, I, know, I know what Trevor Kidd looks like. Kind of a punk. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not. He's better than Kirk McLean, I'll tell you that. I agree. See, we don't care if he's got a crappy attitude. As long as he can play, can that's play? all we care about. Can he play? Just like the Dolphins. they got all these criminals, and so far they look like they're all going to be good, so nobody cares. They all <laughs> forgot about their, you know, their, upper, their righteous attitudes. And I have to tell you, it's not the players' fault uh, for the mishaps at Hockey Fest. Uh, I do have a friend who works for Pantherland and selling the, you know, all of the uh, Panther materials. Mm-hmm. And it was on the inside at the last minute, changing where people are supposed to be. They were slotted to be in the main arena as well as signing autographs. Yeah, I, I heard the arrangements for the thing were all screwed up. They stunk. That's what I heard. I don't want to tell you who told me that, but they stunk. That's what I heard. And that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who do work for the uh, arena are not Panther fans at all. Don't know the players, don't really care. Yeah. So I have to agree with you. There's a lot of uh, defunct here. Well, they got too many Goyan working there in the arena. That's the problem. Well, they could hire me part-time. For a few Schwarzers, too. Okay, you want tickets or what? Absolutely, Neil. Okay, now I got, uh, what have I got here? What did, what did I do with the real good ones? Did I give those away? Oh, there they are. No, but you don't want those. Uh, here's some real good ones, 124, uh, row 12. Uh, yeah, these are good. Okay, hang on. Thank you, Neil. Okay. There you go. I don't want to give her the real, real expensive ones. I want to hold those out, so I might still have a couple of calls by uh, noon. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with stealing a little bit of the show here today, thanks to Gary Sarner, whose uh, boy had his uh, brisk last night. Of course, his boy is 14, but nevertheless, better late than never. Oh, his boy is 19? I wonder why some of the people from here were showing up for that. Yeah, I'm on the phone with our program director yesterday discussing some very urgent business here at the station. And all of a sudden, he like, hey, Sam, i got to go to that press. And I thought to myself, <laughs> typical QAM, man. You know, whatever I'm talking about, he's listening out of one ear. But in the meantime, they're doing their pop-up. Now, he's, he's taking care of business, that duck, you know. Because I, I called him yesterday, and I finally uh, put my foot down. I said, get off your duff. Yeah. He's all right. It's not his fault. Don't be screaming at him, okay, Hank? Although it's fun. I do like screaming at him. It's like an easy target. But he's not the one that puts the 13-minute breaks in the Hank Goldberg show. Can you imagine that? I heard Hank went ballistic on Wednesday. I missed that, which I would have paid admission to to witness the whole event. Hank was out of Chulos. They had a 13-minute break in the middle of the show. And our general manager is suing the Phantom radio station down there like, they're, see, they're not the competition. Our sales department, they're the competition. They're the ones we have to fight tooth and nail to keep the audience on this radio station to avoid having 45-minute breaks. But at any rate, here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hollywood now. I think that glory hole picture you got up there on the wall. Is it pouring? Pardon me? What is it? I just, I think that glory hole picture you got up on the wall. 
Sorry about all the background noise here. Glory hole picture? Yeah, didn't you see? I sent you a glory hole picture from the snow from oh, Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah, you sent that yeah. to us. Okay, right, I, couldn't, well, right. I couldn't hear you too because it's a real <laughs> like wind tunnel in the background. Is it yeah. raining? Is it raining there? It was pouring rain. I just I'm in Hollywood now, but it was pouring down rain. I think Plantation Acres is, is swamped again. Oh, again, every time it rains, it's in the acres, except for the hurricane. Every time we get it. Right. At any rate, that a bit you played about Bill and Hillary was almost appropriate. I just moved out of the house after 24 years. Really? And, uh, yeah, my son helped me move, and uh, I was hoping to get some tickets to take him to the game tonight. <laughs> oh, shameless. You really are shameless. I know. Okay, hold on. Thanks. Okay, give him these. Okay, not the real good ones, but good enough. Oh, man, you people are something. See, it's a good thing we're only doing this, like, for the second day, two days in a row, but only two days out of the year, and the year's got several months to go yet, four. Oh, these people are unbelievable, aren't they? They come up with stories that haven't been invented yet. Here's a mobile in the Homestead. Hello. Mobile in Homestead. Uh, hello. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Great. Good. Uh, take a, take Monday off. Yeah. Uh, how do you like the, the youth in hockey? You know, uh, Dennis Vicky fell down on the three-on-one. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Okay, uh, five six seven oh five sixty five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Does anybody know what the hell he was? What he said? No, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What language he's he was he speaking? Huh? Of course, he was in Homestead. They're under a lot of stress there. You know, they went through uh, Andrews seven years ago. Now we just had this other hurricane. It brings back flashbacks. They're stressed out in Homestead. That's a good excuse, ain't it? Uh huh. Okay. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I've been trying to keep my 13-year-old son interested in this damn hockey team, and they keep trading away the players. He doesn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So can't we just trade away the Murray brothers? That would be that would be a, who the hell would take them though? I don't know. That's Maybe they could send them up to Columbus to the new team and get Doug. No, back. they got Doug McLean up there. I know. No Maybe they could bring Doug back. No, we don't want Doug back. It's hard. You don't. Well, it's hard to keep the, keep like my kid interested because they traded all his. You know, like they get a he gets an emotional attachment to like Jovanovski mm-hmm. or. Somebody like oh, that. By the way, Eddie, uh, special ed, he isn't signed with Vancouver. There's a whole bunch of guys who haven't signed yet. I mean, a whole slew of guys who are holding out for real big money. And so special ed, he's like uh, hanging out. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's just... To show a... you how dumb he is. Well, but, than even yeah, right, uh, as if he has the skills to hold on. But, no, I'm just thinking about, you know, then this whole business about trading away players, the kids and the people, they lose their emotional attachment to the team, and then they wonder why that, the, you know, they can't fill the seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're having a bitch of a time selling uh, season tickets. I'll tell you. No, because who in the hell knows who's on the team other because, than Pavel Bury? They said six down. Well, we got Ray Whitney and Pavel Bury, and uh, you know Mark uh, Perry. And you keep and you forget. Yeah, that's about it. Because who in the hell they pick but up? They said team? there are six thousand unsold seats for tonight's game, so you would assume uh, that let's see, nineteen minus six is the most season tickets we could have would be thirteen thousand, which last year they had between I think sixteen and seventeen thousand, and maybe some of those tickets for tonight's game were bought by non-season ticket holders. So uh, it's looking kind of grim as compared to last year and just like I predicted, the novelty is already worn off. You know, it was a new building, and it was a breath of fresh air, and it was a nice neighborhood, and so on and so forth. But uh, the quality, the crappy product they put out there last year didn't bring everybody back. And it's the Murray Brothers trading right. everybody away. Trading everybody away and also not developing the uh, promising youngsters in the organization like Red Warner and some of the young veterans like Stu Barnes and others. You know, they play great when they go someplace else, but when they're here, they're just in la-la land. Right. Well, that's the other point. So maybe so you, you can keep talking about youngsters in the organization, but if you can't develop them and can't make them play good, then what, what's the point? Then let's look at the Murray Brothers. Yeah. That's the problem. I agree. I'll pack them a sandwich. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe we can get our good friend, uh, the, uh, what's his name there, with the submarine sandwiches and pack him a sandwich. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe if you would like, let me, I will take my kid to the game tonight. Okay. Thanks. Hold on. Thanks, man. Delray Beach, let's give him uh, these, okay? Nosebleed. I mean, let's give him these. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I'm so sorry that I agreed to give these away. I mean, Gary Sarner was trying to be a good guy, and I appreciate that, but I'm so sorry I did this. Am I sorry I did this? No. No, I'm not. Already killed almost two hours. And especially with this audience, with this recalcitrant, reluctant audience, that no matter how many people they shoot, no matter what's going on. You know, not one call, by the way, about this story, about the way the Herald buried this story. And about, I mean, here's your major newspaper. Forget about the Sun Sentinel. I mean, you think of South Florida, you ask anybody in the world, what's the newspaper down here? They'll tell you the Miami Herald. So here's the alleged major newspaper in this market playing fast and loose with the truth, putting certain stories on the front page, just like they put that whole series of articles by Barry Jackson on last year about how Don Smiley, how the deal was going to go down any second, you know, to buy the Marlins. Did the deal go down? No. no. Was it really going through? No. No. But they kept putting right on the front page of the front section. Right under their masthead, in which they have no pride, and we can understand why. 26 past uh, 11 at 560 WQM, you know, people... It's Friday, you bastard. Listen to me, this is Stan Feinstein for Sofa King, you understand? Where everything is held to the high Sofa King standards. The selection isn't just huge, it's Sofa King huge. Believe me, you'll never shop anywhere else. And Sofa King's prices aren't just low, they're Sofa King low. You'll never find them anywhere else. Listen to me. When I say Sofa King has a beautiful store, I mean Sofa King beautiful. When I say the staff is helpful, I mean Sofa King helpful. Listen to me. Get to know the Sofa King and enjoy a selection that's Sofa King huge. A staff that's Sofa King courteous and prices that are Sofa King low, you'll never shop anywhere else. But don't take it from me. Take it from satisfied customer Frank Einstein. Sofa King good. You said it, Frankie. Sofa King good. And Christina Moore bad. 11.32 at 5.60 WQAM. Any interest in that resolution by the Greater Miami? Uh, no. No, they don't care about that. Just as much interest as there is in the Marlins in the first place, none. In fact, that's probably one of the reasons, even though there's no interest in the hockey year, just to make sure that they had to follow the Marlins game last night with the Panther exhibition game, just to make sure that even by accident nobody would hear it. And believe me, I'm sure nobody did. 5.67, oh, 5.60. Oh, there's, uh, what's his name? And pound 5.60 on the AT&T wireless line. Still the same. Still the same old uh, maniac. Where are we going? Let's go. To, I don't better not mention your name. Look what happened last time I did. Here's a mobile in uh, Port Everglades. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, great show. Congratulations. And I would like to congratulate you for uh, keeping the politicians and the rich people in check. Uh, I've never been to a hockey game, I'll be honest. So I would like to take my son on you. What do you say? What do I say? I say, uh, Okay. Sounds good to aren't, me. Aren't you, you shocked? Aren't you shocked? Uh, yeah. Where are you? Where are you? I won anything. Where are you from? Uh, for, you didn't win anything, but I'm getting, where, where are you from? I was born near your city, raised in Puerto Rico. Oh, in Puerto Rico. Okay, you got it, pal. Hang on. <laughs> but check, check the switchblade at the uh, gate, though, okay? All right. Okay, hang on. Okay, take care of our Puerto Rican friend. George will probably be surly to you, but that's all right. Don't take no crap from him, okay? That means the only ones we got left are those $105 a piece ones in row 1, seat 10, section 133, right in the front row. Now, I hate to break the news to you. They are very expensive, and it's very prestigious. The only problem being when you sit in the front row, you can't see a goddamn thing. Believe me. See, there are people who really want to sit, like in the first five or ten rows of a hockey game. You can't see anything because you have no angle. 
And so, like, everything down low, all the stuff that's happening in the, along the boards and in the corners, you're, like, craning your neck, and you still can't see anything. But nevertheless, it'll be very prestigious, and you'll be impressed the hell out of somebody. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Margate. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? I just want to be honest with you. I got a little nervous for that guy before me here. Why is that? Well, there was a long pause between the uh, asking and the giving. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to, uh, you know. You scared the hell out of him. Tantalize him a little bit. <laughs> Plus, I thought he might have been Cuban, you know. I'm the guy who faxed you. That was yesterday's fax about Gigi's. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's the same place that was in, uh, you said it was in Dade County, North Miami? Or no, something? no, no, it was not. It was up on Federal Highway right by the Maikai on the right. Oh, well, that, you know, that place has been there forever, uh-huh. and well, I don't know what is, it is. You know, this how, is a long time ago. This is back in the late 60s, and then they disappeared, and maybe that's where they moved to. Yeah, maybe they went there. It, it used to be like a big uh, tower. In fact, I think that's where one of those, um, not a swing club, but one of those uh, topless joints is now. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. I think it's in Your that building. platinum. Yeah, I think that's there now. Or right next to it. Well, that used to be uh, Art Stock's playpen in the 70s, too. Right. You remember that place? I sure do. Yeah, that's what, that place was nasty. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, what's unusual about this Gigi's restaurant, which is unlike a lot of the other restaurants that are in like West Broward, this place has a crowd at like 11:30 at night. Hmm. I mean, there's people out that's the door. That's really unusual for this town because this this town rolls up the sidewalks as you know at 10 o'clock at night. That's the end. Nine well, o'clock. It's incredible. At Unless you're downtown in either Miami or Fort Lauderdale, you're not eating anywhere except at Denny's. Right. But uh, it's really a good place. I mean, we've eaten there for years. Outstanding. But I'll, I'll have to check that out because if it's the same one, they used to have baked spaghetti. With, they have you know, it. With cheese? Yep. Oh, that was so unbelievable. They I'm telling you, you could just die from it. It was so good. And also to talk about pizza for a second, let me tell you something. These people down here don't know pizza for nothing. They, The people that make pizza down here, they try to impress people that are buying it by throwing more crap on it. Mm-hmm. The more crap on it, that means it's supposed to be the best. Triple cheese, and you can't even pick the damn thing up. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a spatula to pick it up. It's nasty. Yeah. But and um, pizza too. What's that? Yeah, but you see, the problem with making pizza down here is the water. It's it's never going to be like it is up north because of the water. Well, this cheese like can make good pizza. Yeah. So how do they do it? I don't know. Maybe they bring, maybe they ship the water in from up north. Maybe they make it with Perrier. They might have like leftover said, hurricane so water. Yeah, that could be it. But uh, you know, all these guys talking about jigs. When I listened to the uh, Islanders, Dan Kelly was the man then. In the early seventies, Dan the Kelly. First... Dan Kelly was the man then. What he didn't do the Islanders? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, in the early seventies, the first couple of years of the team. And let me tell you something. People talk about the guys with speech impediments. He had a speech impediment. Dan Kelly? Yes, no. sir. No, he didn't. He used to call Dennis Potvin Potva. And there was two pot pot van pot van because that's because it was frog because he was uh, worked in Montreal before then. Well, he called that's the, the way the Frenchman. Then there was two pot vans on the team. There was him and his brother John. Dan Kelly was great. Oh, I agree. Dan Kelly was one of the best. If I had to pick the half a dozen great hockey announcers of all time, he there might be in them. Absolutely, and he was in St. Louis too. St. Louis and Montreal, yes. Oh, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, he's long gone though. He's dead. Yeah. He was fat, and he's dead. <laughs> and his son, John Kelly, who's an abortion, is in Colorado and just makes me nauseous. Yes, sir, buddy. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Jigs working for Fox? Uh, once in a great while, when they had nobody else that they could find on the street, they would uh, put Jigs on there. But uh, I'm glad we got him. You know, I, I've totally, he's turned me around in one game. Nice job, Jigs. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, for, for the very least, 
He's a recognizable right. name that's, that's attached right. to this team. Well, not just a recognizable name, but for hockey fans who really know the sport, which is all ten of us, a recognizable voice right. and familiar, and he describes the game, and he made it exciting, and he was into it. And that was, and that was with only 3,500 people in the house, too, in Knoxville. So you can imagine with a real crowd there, it would be a lot more exciting, too. And didn't he, now I keep bringing up all these jobs, didn't he also work in Atlanta? Yes, the Flames? Atlanta Flames. He went with down the in boom, Flames. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to him? Beats me. <laughs> okay, listen, I can hear the dials uh, nodding off. Have a great day, pal. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. 22 till noon. Is there anybody left out there? No. I sure doubt it. 22 till 12 at 560 WQAM. This is 560 QAM. Decriminalized pot in Florida. Al Gore, as you have never heard or seen him before. Four years ago, you gave me your nomination to be vice president. This is some crap. I've been watching you doing that Macarena on television. And if I could have your silence, I would like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena. I am not trying to do Macarena. 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 Would you like to see it again? Tengo mucha confusión. Tengo mucha emoción. When your alarm goes off in the morning, Macarena. When one of your children reaches for cereal and fruit, Macarena. 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 Even the cigar store Indian baby, and as wooden as he is, it's uh, scary. 16 till noon at 560 WQAM. If he had, I would tell you this, if he had even a minimal personality, he'd be 20 points ahead of Booch. If he, if he had like a little bit of a personality, he'd be 30 points ahead. Here's Carl Springs. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. One of the reasons I called is for tickets, but what I want to tell you is I'm really upset about something that happened. Uh, about three months ago, my son won in school or something like that uh, to pick four magazines. So we picked Sports Illustrated, GQ, because he's 15, thinks he's got he's God's gift to women. But anyway, he picked these magazines and he picked Guns and Ammo. Yeah. Uh, about about two and a half weeks ago, we, he received in the mail a plastic card with his name on it. He even had Junior on it. From the NRA. From the NRA. There you go. They don't waste any time. Two days ago, I got, got a call. They're just like the Catholic Church. Their motto is get them while they're young. Two days ago, I got a call from the NRA asking for a donation, for, asking for him. That kid's no. 15 years old. Mm-hmm. They called him and they wanted to ask him for a donation. Uh, because of uh, the amendment that's up now in question and stuff like that. And yeah. Wanted to back it and everything. So ah, just, shut up before I beat the crap out of you. Yeah. He's a kid 15 years old, you know? Uh-huh. And they, they don't have any limits. Well, his lunch money. Yeah. The other thing is, I think he should take off Monday because I want to hear the ongoing story for George. Uh-huh. And uh, if you have a set of tickets... Uh... Yeah, if you hear the ongoing story from George on Monday, that probably means we'll be hearing tapes uh, in November on my next vacation. Okay, well, listen, I hope you and your son enjoy it as long as you now Be sure and check your guns at the uh, gate. Okay. Okay, hang on. These are the good tickets, too, by the way, for this guy. 
Okay, that's the end of the tickets. No more tickets, and that's the end of the calls. You see every line on the board is lit up right now. Let's let's count the seconds and see how long before those little lights start plinking out, just like Plinko on The Price is Right. How's Bob Barker doing, by the way? Anybody seen him? No. Don't forget to stop by the IGFA Fishing Hall of Fame Museum 6 o'clock tonight, where QAM gives you a chance to win that Ford SUV and see the unveiling of Ford's new colossal SUV, the Excursion. Maybe we can put the Murrays on it and send them on an excursion to nowhere or somewhere, anywhere. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Great. Hey, Neil, we use religion as an excuse to kill people. Why not use it to take a day off of work Monday? Yeah, good point. And uh, also, you know, about the gun laws, the Second Amendment, all yeah. the NRA people want to bitch about it, give them all a musk and tell them to shut the hell up. Okay. Have a good one. See ya. Five, oh, see, that, that was starting to drop off. One here, one there. It'll happen because that's the only reason most of these people are on there. They want freebies. They want tickets for an exhibition game that probably some of these people won't even show up at. Am I going to be there? No. No, don't go to exhibition games. In fact, as you'll notice, I already gave my tickets away because I don't like no empty seats. I don't like those seats to be empty. I like at least the appearance of somebody's in there. After all, this place already paid for them. Might as well have some asses in the seats. Don't like going to a place where there's like a half-empty crowd. It just uh, it leaves you, except those seats in front of me. Let's see, our first home game is two weeks from tomorrow. Can you believe that? October 2nd, Saturday, October 2. We've got a lot of Saturday home games, by the way, this year. And it's going to be real interesting to see the behavior of those people in front of me this year if they keep holding those little kids up in the air and waving their arms up in the air, because this year I'm bringing my machete. And anything that's uh, blocking my view, I'm just swinging that thing back and forth, kind of like a la OJ style. I'm just going to start swinging it in the uh, machete, too. So lift anything up in the air at your own peril, okay, including your little punky kids. And don't be playing that crap anymore this year. That got real old and ponderous last year. And also playing at musical chairs with grandma and grandpa. Cut the crap this year, okay? Grow up and have a little consideration for other people, even if you are Jewish. 5670560, whatever that meant, and pound 560 on the AT&T. Well, there's a lot of Japs that go to the games, you know, in Broward. It's a real Jappy thing. It's not so much they want to see the game. It's just a social thing. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we have Yom Kippur services there. Maybe even a little uh, little snack. Well, you know, they could have a game Sunday night on Yom Kippur. would fit right in. They had the uh, Panther thing last Saturday, right on the uh, first day of Rosh Hashanah. And, of course, some people make an excuse to say, well, that's the only day they, they could do it. And I come on here and make the same excuse for them. It's inexcusable, okay? Just because Wayne owns the team and happens to be an anti-Semite. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Yeah, I'm Neil. Yes. Just come, come to us. Why? What is it? What what do you got? Like forty pounds of mush in your mouth? What are you saying, sir? Is this the guy that called me yesterday, going little, little bit like that? Yes, man. Yes. Uh-huh. What can we do for you, man? Uh, just a, uh, talking about Jamaicans, talking crap about Jamaicans yesterday. Yes, yes, Why don't you like Jamaicans? What do you got to get them? No, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I bye. Okay, bye. Bye, man. No, you sell. That's what he said. You sell, and I'll buy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Boy, like I said, wouldn't it be interesting if we started just just for six months? If we tried swapping some of the people we got here now for some different ethnic groups, just for variety, you know, bring a whole bunch of Chinese families down here, bring in some of those uh, Pakistanis. Sounds pretty interesting to me. Like just a little experiment, bring some Dutch people in here for about six months, a few Swedes. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, how, how you doing today, sir? Great. I enjoy your show, and you stole some of my fun about the callers calling up. I just want to say to people in South Florida, I said, they do such a suck job. Mm-hmm. I said, for the past couple months, two, three months, you've been calling up asking asking all the callers for some verbal intercourse. 
on the on the phone, and nobody calls up. And up they're talking. Oh yeah, today they're smoking. Oh, that, the minute you give something away, mm-hmm. what a suck job these people do! <laughs> you right. can't shut these people up. They call them up, and the stories they give you. It's just I understand how that doesn't how that doesn't get to you. How how you know for the past two two months, you know I listen every day ten to two, and you know nobody's got anything to say. But what a you give suck up away, job that was. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's all I had to say. I'm out of material, Neil. Well said, pal. Thank you. God bless you. I'll pray for you. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's our new line. I love that line. I'll pray for you because that's. I mean, what more can you say? What what greater put out? I don't want to put this guy down because he was right on target. But nevertheless, if you do want to put somebody down, just say that. Oh, searching for satellite signal. That means it's pouring out here again too now. You know, this is getting just like Florida here. You know. This is getting just like South Florida during rainy season, which lasts from like April to the middle of goddamn November or May or whatever the hell it is. Enough with this crap already. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. I uh, listened to the game last night. I was an open mind. I'm an Islander fan from way back, so I used to watch Jigs on TV. Mm-hmm. I thought he called a pretty good game last night. He did. But it's interesting to hear somebody else who mentions a good chemistry with him and Moeller. Mm-hmm. I think before it was that Eddie Westfall bringing him down, because that guy was terrible. Yeah. Eddie Westfall. He and was before like, it was uh, Christina Moore bringing Randy Moeller down, right. because uh, I, that, just, that never uh, never worked. It didn't. And also, um, he brought up a couple of good points during the game. Uh, Christina Moore never really discussed anything having to do with the game, mm-hmm. but uh, Jiggs had mentioned something about the new overtime format. Right. With the shootout, he said he didn't like it. I he hate it. described the action very well. And also, I was wondering, get your opinion on... Uh, well, he said, you know, also about the, the shootout is it stops it from being a team sport and then into more like a one-on-one skills contest, mm-hmm. which, you know, the game isn't won that way if you're, if you're a team. Right. That's everybody's supposed to be playing as a team. Yeah, but four-on-four four is almost as stupid. It's idiotic. Well, it was ridiculous when they had that Euler rule back in the, the mid-'80s when uh, when the Oilers were winning all the Stanley Cups every time there was a double minor when it used to go to four-on-four four before they changed that rule a few years back again. They would always score. They'd have Gretzky and Coffee and Curry out there, and they'd always, uh, you know, they had to stop them from doing that because they mm-hmm. would always score shorthanded anyway. But um, meanwhile, about uh, I was curious to see what you thought about um, them moving Paul Laws up to uh, play forward. Hated. I don't think they, he's got the scoring try, hands. They try that every year. He's not a forward. It's, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of his abilities. You don't want to do that because the forward, obviously, and especially that's on the fourth line, which plays very little, and you want him to be out there a lot. If they want to put somebody out there to protect Pavel Bury, then the laws ought to be, his, his defensive pairing ought to be out there every shift when Bury's on the ice instead of saying, oh, we're going to put Peter Worrell out there with Pavel Bury. That's the dumbest thing. But, again, consider the source. Well, Worrell's a big, I mean, he's got the size advantage over laws, but he hasn't got the, the skill as far as playing good defense. I mean, he's just right. a big guy rumbling around out there. Plus, plus you're gonna you got a superstar like Burry. You put your other skilled players out there right. with him. You don't put a guy who's like uh, whatever he is. Well, you see the same thing I think that we saw when Burry first came to the team before he got hurt last year. Is that it's going to elevate the skill of everybody who plays with him. Mm-hmm. It'll bring that line up. And even if he's not playing on the first, they're going to play Burry on the first line or the second line. You're asking me, is he going to be on the first or second line? I'm you have to ask me that question. I. There's no, there's no telling with these Murray brothers. There's no telling what they're going to do. I mean, they might bench him for Believe me. he'll be on the first line. Well, then, you know, you want that line to be consistent and everybody to be playing up to the same par. So, you know, you gotta, you got to surround them with good players. Okay. But um, in any case, I don't want any free tickets. Good, because we don't have any. I don't want to call anybody a douchebag. Great, and have a great day. You too. And I want you to say goodbye. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're hockey intensive today, aren't we, baby? No. No. 
Don't forget, we got the uh, Bruins and Panthers game here with Jigs McDonald tonight at 7.30. And then, of course, we're going to interrupt it at 9.30 for the Marlins game, and the rest of the hockey game will be on Waxy 790, which will carry the whole game. Are you following that? I mean, does that make any sense to any of us? No. But that's the way. See, this is what happens when you bite off more than you can chew, and you got 72 sporting events going on at the same time. For example, tomorrow, I probably shouldn't mention this because it's really embarrassing. One of the big college matchups in the last 400 years, Penn State and the Hurricanes at the Orange Bowl. And, of course, now that we're the Hurricane Station, are we carrying the game? Uh-huh. Yeah, but are we going to carry it on the QAM? No. No, not if I'm reading this thing correctly, which I believe I'm seeing. Because the Marlin contract, whoever wrote their contract, really got this place by the balls. Not only do we have to pay them millions of dollars for that crappy product, which they lost again yesterday in case you didn't, they're seventh in a row, and they're now 32 games under 500, but also they take precedence over everything else, including even the Dolphins. Yes, we are carrying that game. What game? Whatever you were talking about. On QAM? Yes. Or on Waxy? QAM. Well, you sure as hell wouldn't know that looking at this. It's got it in parentheses. It says Penn State Nittany Lions at the Hurricanes on whatever, and you can't make heads or tails of it. And it's got 3.30 to 7 tomorrow. Don't tell me that somebody screwed up on the schedule. Uh Oh, my God, that's not possible, is it? Somebody screwed up on this schedule. It can't make heads or tails of it. Because it would seem to me that not that I want to cause trouble, you understand, not me. And not that I give a rat's ass about the hurricanes in any way, shape, or form, because anybody with a brain knows... Hurricane f***ing blow! But nevertheless, since it's a marquee game, you'd certainly think that would be here on the flagship station, QAM. And at the Marlin thing, we could put the Marlin thing on Waffen. Give them some practice. You want? You guys want to have a sporting event on here? Here, carry the Marlin-Arizona uh, game tomorrow. We don't want no part of that. We wouldn't touch it with your finger. Oh, there's the nephew with the definitive word. If anybody would know, it's the nephew. And Oh, and there's Duff right behind him, okay? The Bobsy Twins just come rushing in the door there. They got the revised, new, and improved schedule. Okay, let's take a look at it. Let's see if I can make heads or tails out of this. Okay. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. This is better than putting it on 2800 on the dial. We got the Penn State Hurricane game here on QAM, and at the same time, we got the Marlin, Arizona game on WSRF 1580. Oh. Let's hear it. Of course, you know, not a good idea pushing people down to that end of the dial right now. Four minutes till noon at QAM. WQAM, Miami, hey, guys, have you ever wanted to tell your girlfriend what's really on your mind? Like when she asks, did these pants make me look fat? Well, now you can with the Mr. Hanky message service. Hello? Excuse me? That's right. You've got more chins than a Chinese phone bug. What the fuck are you talking about? With the Mr. Hanky message service, you can get it all off your chest, and she'll never even know it's you. My gosh, your pussy stinks. I can smell it all the way over here. You little mother girl, kill you, you piece of shit. If her ass is getting big, let her know. Call 1-800-HANKY-1. Okay, 1201 at 560 WQM. Now we're down to a precious few on the board now that all the uh, Panther tickets are gone. I told you. But that's okay. We stole two easy hours today. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. In addition to which, I just asked Bluff Lindsay, our esteemed program director, what do you think about my taking off Monday? And he went, uh, not a good idea. Which I really don't care what his opinion is anyway, but he is right about one thing. I wouldn't be that much of a hypocrite. All of a sudden become a... a, a That's why I take off Martin Luther Coon Day in uh, January. Makes for a nice three-day weekend. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hollywood with 16 question marks. Hello. 
Hey, Neil, how are you today? Okay. Hey, I got a chance. Uh, I was one of the few people who got a chance uh, to be in the car last night and listen to, uh, well, I'd say it was part of the hockey game, except it was all fighting at the end of the second period. So I got to hear Jiggs McDonald call boxing, I guess it was, not mm-hmm. so much hockey. But uh, he's really good. He's got a great voice. He's really, uh, he's got a classic style, classic voice. I just, I, I just, I just love uh the way he, he did the game. 15 for checking. The puck comes all the way back to the point. Big drive. He scores! Hudson from the point. Yeah. There, there it is, Neil. That, I just, there it was. I think it's going to be fun. Well, like I said, he was doing a game basically in a mausoleum. There's only like 3,500 people there. So it's not that easy to make the broadcast sound that exciting as if there are like 17,000 people inside, you know, and a lot of crowd reaction. Yeah. Nice job, Jiggs. Hey, I got. I want to ask you a question. I know. I know you already gave away the the tickets for yes, the exhibition game, and I don't want to go to the exhibition game. Uh-huh. I, I I would like to, and I, I guess you got to ask. You can't get if you don't ask. I'd like to go to a hockey game with you, Neil. I'd no. like to go. I can't do that. What do you mean by that? I'd like to go. I'd like. I'd like to. Uh, to instead of instead of you giving away tickets, I don't want to. I don't want to take somebody. I want to. I want to go to the game with you and talk hockey. No. Watch a hockey game with you. No. Can't do it. No. Come on. No. Why would I want to do that when I got my own tickets, when the station buys me tickets? Why would I want to do that? Well, who do you go to the game with? Who do I go to the game with? A friend. Okay. Yeah. Do I know you? No. I don't go to uh, sporting events with strangers unless they look really good. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. How do you like that? Boy, I'll tell you one thing. This guy wants to take me to the game, huh? Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Beware of those lonely guys. You saw what happened in Fort Worth, didn't you? Lonely guy, high unemployment, punched holes in all walls in his house. Another one of those crazed loners. I don't want to say that George W. Bush is the governor of a really screwed up state, but there seem to be a lot of crazed loners in that state. You know, remember Lee uh, Harvey uh, Schwartz? Remember him? Tommy Pinko, bastard. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, Neil? Great. Good. Hey, uh, listen, talking hockey now. Uh, I, I, we are? I only get parts of your uh, radio station because I'm in and out of my car because I work out of it, but I heard you earlier talking about they went no Katie Lang from Mike Lang. Well, that rings back a bell, man. I'm from outside Utica, not too far from you, and uh, I remember Mike Lang down in Pittsburgh. We catch it on the satellite. He's, a, he's probably one of the best announcers in the NHL. One of the uh, top three in my book. You don't have any highlights of him, do you, my handy? Mike Lang? Yeah. Who? Mike Lang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm stalling for time. I can't give you Mike Lang on demand. Uh, and the Penguins force it on the center ice. Right. Well, I don't want to hear that one. See, Mr. in there. I got one that I want to play here. Just to kill time. Hodging around to kill time. Where but, the hell uh, is it? I don't know. I think uh, we're gonna. Have, I think the Panthers are gonna be a 500 team at that. I think they're gonna be pumped up. You know, people are gonna be depressed again this year. You know, they still got a lot of, you know, players. They're about four players short of uh, a team here. Of a full deck. Yep. So listen. Yeah. Oh, that brings back memories. How do you like that? Hey, but listen, you stay dry, will you? Okay. All right, buddy. See you. Right. Get out of here already. Enough, Mike. Raining cats and dogs out there, and that's bad news. Again. Again. 
By the way, they had a lot of rain from the hurricane. You know what I'm saying? A lot of flooding, a lot of rain. A lot of people die from this thing? No. No. You see those two girls that drowned, the two sisters? The two dark-complected young girls in the river? They were out there in Delaware River, I believe it was. Playing in the river. There's a big uh, hurricane coming and flooding. You, you know, the parents need to be horse whipped. They need to be put in the electric chair, just to set an example, right on Dan Rather tonight. If we can bring Dan in and dry him off a little bit. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Yeah, here you go. I, th- I thought so. From my good, close personal friend Dave Halberstam, which says, I heard a caller this morning say that Dan Kelly called the Islander games. He never did. Neither did I think he did. His brother, Hal Kelly, did one year of Islanders TV, 7374 on WR Channel 9. From my good close friend, David Halberstam. Nice uh, going, Dave, and great book. And too bad that Mike Mayo is too much of a schmuck to ever apologize to you for that crap that he wrote. No class, Mike may hold the Mayo. In fact, if I, you know something, if I took two of his columns to Amsterdam, they'd stop putting Mayo on their fries. That's how embarrassed they would be. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. More misinformation from the brilliant South Florida hockey audience. Dan Kelly did the Islander game. <laughs> right, yeah. And I broadcast the Maple Leafs in the 60s, right. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask, uh, I wanted to ask you a few questions about, uh, you were talking about the newspaper, how they cover up things, uh-huh. the Miami Herald. Well, I have a story for you. Here in Boca, um, well, this old lady, um, she was raped. Uh-huh. A very old lady. She was raped by a young man. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know where he was from, but there's a halfway house right around where she lives. Uh-huh. And there was nothing in the paper about it. Uh-huh. So, uh... Sounds like a cover-up to me. Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 5... In fact, that sounded like the rapist to me. Trace that call. Could tell a voice like that a million miles away. Talk about crazed loners. Sounded like it to me. A lot of hemming and hawing and humming. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil, down my penis. Let's try Miami again. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I have a comment for that Jamaican guy that keeps on calling and harassing you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm a Jamaican also, but I was raised in uh, here in Florida. You know, and he's just like a really idiot. You're not racist. You can't take the jokes, don't, you know, turn the dial. Exactly. If you have no sense of humor, this is the wrong spot on the dial for you, right? Right. In addition, like to, which, in addition to which, he's such a sour pussy, he ain't even sending no good stuff over here. Yeah, I hear, I hear that, I do. Uh, I got something to say. <laughs> okay, that was great, but unfortunately, uh, <laughs> not quite ready for prime time, I don't think. <laughs> that was beautiful. Clean that up a little bit. Not too much. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Nine minutes past noon at QAM. It's oh, Alonzo, you're so big. Marvie was a man who dressed just like a woman. Now he's back on my TV. All right. If he didn't do the thing she said he's doing, why'd he have to cop a plea? <laughs> Mark back, Mark back, yes. Mark back in a slip and a song. Mark back, Mark back, Mark back just like he did no wrong. Mark back, Mark back, Mark back your career you retrieved. Mark back, Mark back, 
Most back sporting a new hair weave. You're back, Mark. Yes. 1214 at 560 WKM. There's a great column. There's actually a few things to read in the Herald today, and especially if you look in the business section for the article about uh, the stadium money. Of course, nobody reads that. But there actually are like maybe four or five things worth reading in there today, which is more than the usual monthful. Look, and this is much too boring for on the air, but I just mentioned it in case somebody wants to read it. Claudia Smith Brinson on the bottom of the op-ed page in this morning's Herald. Have you checked food for sugar content? You should. And she talks about all the food products and the added sugar, the hidden sugar, and everything from peanut butter to um, everything, soup, you name it. And they're just loading, pouring the extra sugar in there, killing America. Is anybody screaming about that? No. No. Marijuana, that's going to kill you. But sugar, that's okay because we don't want to piss off those uh, cane uh, sugar people. We don't want to piss cane off. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's New Orleans. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Don't, don't talk bad about sugar cane when you got a guy from New Orleans. That's true. Bad timing, yeah. Yeah, that's that's terrible. So how's by you? Uh, doing fine. Uh, we need to get yourself syndicated. We need something decent to listen to up here. No, you have to listen on the internet. Um, I can't seem to do that anymore. My my computer doesn't seem to work. You're gonna yeah. have to have to upgrade me. Anyway, listen. The reason I'm calling is I have, I've got a three o'clock flight to come into Miami this afternoon. Oh, don't do that. And I'd love to see the game tomorrow. Yeah. You got any idea how I can get tickets? To see what game tomorrow? Come on. The only game in town, Miami Penn State. I know you're a big Hurricanes fan. No, I'm not. <laughs> How could you not be? Well, what does that mean? How could I not be? Did I go to school there? Don't you live there? Well, what does that have to do with anything? Wait, wait. Let me ask you, does Jim Mandich live in Ann Arbor? Uh, I don't know where Jim Mandich lives, but I know from listening to He lives to here, and he's a, big, he's a big Michigan oh, fan. Neil, but you, 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 civic pride oozes from no, it has I nothing. I have No, there's no civic pride when you live in this town. The hurricane f***ing blow. That's right. Well, good luck to you, pal. Hope you can scalp some. Got calls from the Orleans. What? Just the other day, weren't you just telling me about that same kind of person? Why aren't you a Kane fan? Oh, yeah. Well, but with the five years that I bought my own, I had to actually pay for them, which I'd like to have the money back, my own uh, Dolphin. And the only reason I did do it is because Fat Rich had those great seats right on the 50-yard line. And so we used to split the pair, so to speak. And every year for five years in a row, I paid for and the set in those 50-yard line. And then we had all these people in front of us, some of them older than I am and some of them like younger, but nevertheless, a variety of these two families. And uh, not just big Dolphin fans, but half of the time, especially before the game would start, they'd start yakking about the hurricane. And, oh, aren't you excited about it? And I'd say no. And they'd look at me like, what's wrong with you, man? Like I was some kind of like this guy. When it comes to, first of all, college football is for the students and for the alumni of that school, period. It has nothing to do with civic pride. Nobody should be expected to go to a ball game because it ha- a college sporting event because it happens to be in their community. See, that's the problem. This town is so screwed up, they don't know the difference between professional sporting events, which are for the general community at large, and college sports, which are for the people who either go to that school or did go to that school or have some connection or interest with that school. Let me say it again. Hurricane f***ing blow. Okay. Although I do like Mark Vandermeer, our new play-by-play guy that we hired who's great. See, we're starting to make some progress on this station, huh? Now that we get rid of some of those, uh, some swill like Christina Moore and like my good friend uh, Dave Lamont, who's a good guy, but uh, a screamer, I mean, on the games. 
So we're making some progress in that area. But, I mean, does it take a genius to figure out? I And you know something? I went to Michigan State. I wouldn't watch an entire Michigan State football game if you paid me by the minute. If it happens to be on, if I can find it on a dish on a Saturday, I'll watch it a little bit every now and then, and I'll flip back to see what the score is and how bad we're losing to a girls team and see what's going on. And that's it. I don't understand that. I don't get it. How can you possibly, in fact, most of the, I hate to say this, but I've admitted this before. Like last Saturday, it gave me sexual excitement to watch the last part of the Purdue-Notre Dame game and watch Notre Dame lose. I can't begin to tell you what tremendous tingling I had in my watching the end of that game and watching Notre Dame blow when it looked like they were going to pull it out of their ass again. And I guess they got disconnected. The bat line, the Vatican got disconnected. He was calling that last play. They were sending it in from the sidelines. That's why they had to take that time out. And just at the wrong time, the bat line got disconnected, and the quarterback got all discombobulated, and they screwed up the handoff, and they didn't score, and the clock ran out second week in a row, and Notre Dame lost. That gave me tremendous thrill. No touchdown, Jesus. Because their entire their entire sporting program, and especially their football program, is obnoxious, and most of the people who go to Notre Dame are obnoxious. Not all, but most. Their whole attitude about winning is disgusting, nauseating. I mean, sure, winning is better than losing, but their whole philosophy is uh, sick. It's twisted. They're they're just nauseating people, the Notre Dame people. Make me puke. So, yeah, I'll watch a lot of that, especially if Notre Dame's getting their ass kicked. I'll be sitting there squeezing it. I'm trying to think of what other college, uh, you know, like, for example, tomorrow. I might watch a little bit just to see, uh, and I hate Penn State. I can't stand Joe Paterno. But you know something? When the Hurricanes are playing anybody, I'm a big fan of the other team. I'm a big fan of the other. When they're playing, I love, uh, you know, whoever it is, fill in the blank. Even if it's a team that I hate. In fact, I hate to say this, but when the Hurricanes are playing Notre Dame, those rare years when they play them anymore, when they're playing Notre Dame, hey, let's go Irish, baby. Touchdown, Jesus. All right. That's how much contempt and disdain I have for the Hurricanes and everything connected with them. Because I already had my, you know, I did hurricane baseball for six years, and we had a good time. I went to Omaha to the College World Series every year. That was a lot of fun, but I got a real good insight as to what that whole deal is over there. It's sick. It's really sick. It's nauseating. In fact, I wouldn't. it's even worse than Notre Dame. And there's no constituency for hurricane sports here. It's the phoniest of all of them. How many years went by when they couldn't draw flies in that joint? They play Penn State, have 15,000, 20,000 people in there. Now they got a sold-out game tomorrow, and everybody's on a bandwagon. Oh, yeah, well, they beat Ohio State, and then they beat a girls' school, you know, that they should have been playing in the first place. Wait till that Piper High game. That's going to be exciting. Although Piper High at least got a better radio station. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this uh, Ticker Broker Central? Yes, Ticker Broker. I, I, I was listening to the idiot from uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, wherever answer. he was, mm-hmm. and uh, that I, I'm saying to myself, the one reason that when you get to Mississippi, you kiss the ground, not because of the casinos or blocks or anything, is you kiss the ground in Mississippi because that means you're out of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I mean, that place is a pit. But anyway. I mean, that's why they to, call it Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana, that's mm-hmm. right. I've been trying to call you to ask you a question and maybe contribute something, but I couldn't get through because of all the idiots uh, wanting free tickets. Of course. Uh, I wish we could do that, but anyway, I don't want to tell you. I, you notice I almost never do that. Today was an exception. Thank God you don't because it, these away. it's impossible to get through and you want to ask something or contribute something right. and there's no way. But anyway, the article in the Miami Herald, I don't get that rag anymore. I gave up. I uh, gave that up a long time ago. But the article in the Herald, who was the organization or the group that voted against uh, the thing for the stadium for uh, 
the crazy man. The Greater Miami and Beaches Hotel Association. Hmm. Um, that vote, and and I'm glad they voted that way. But I, the whole thing is suspect. Uh, it seems to well, me what that, whole thing is suspect? What does that mean? Well, it seems to me that a certain person that owns the Panther Holdings decided to start buying hotels. And I'm sure, whatever for whatever reason, he was for this, and now he may be against it or sway that organization. Anything that he is connected with, I trust about as much. He has as much credibility as a Clinton administration. I mean, he's not connected with that organization at all. I mean, he's not on the board of directors. He hasn't got anything to do with it. Well, doesn't he own hotels? Well, that that doesn't make him involved with that. First of all, I think his hotels are like Pier 66. I think they're all in Broward. They are. Uh, well, in, in, in that case, in that case, I rest assured. In, in addition, in addition to which, why would he do that? Why would he want to like uh, double cross a guy that everybody believes he's still in bed with? His good buddy John Henry. He would want to do that. Neil, anything that comes from that man, I don't trust. Yeah, I, well, as far you know, as far as I think you're going, but anyway, paranoid. You know what I'm saying a little bit paranoid. <laughs> Well, that's what I'd happens be when you live. Wayne in... is hiding under your bed right now. No, I God forbid. That's what happens when you live in South Florida for a while. You become paranoid and psychotic and yes. everything else. But anyway, I'm glad I finally got through them. You put my mind to rest. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Give Wayne a big kiss for us. Right on the Rectum. bald spot. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you? Great. I'd like to pick your brain for a second, if I may. Um, I'm involved in a sports trivia contest, and what I need to know and is... And you're going to ask me a sports trivia question? Yes. Okay. 5670560, there is nothing more boring than than trivia of any kind, sports trivia especially, but we don't do that on the show. I'd rather give tickets away, and I'd rather croak than give tickets away again after today, but I mean, no, no way. Just absolutely, positively, the answer is... No. And if you ask me again, the answer would still be... No. A 50 million times. No. Oh, man. And you're complaining about the people who got the free tickets? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. And you know something? Nobody can answer my. See, when it comes to my doing for them, no problem at all. But nobody is answering my question. First of all, about the Backstreet Boys tickets, which, like I said, I'm going to explore every other avenue because this place will never come through for me on those. And it's a damn good thing that uh, they did postpone it because uh, I'm sure I would have been left in the lurch. But a lot of people have asked me, and I don't have the answer to the question, what do you do with the tickets from uh, the days that they were postponed? Do they honor those tickets? Do you have to swap them for tickets for December 5th and 6th? It's a very simple question that somebody out there must know the answer to for the Backstreet Boys concerts, which are uh, December 5th and 6th. Has anybody had the answer? No. No. Why not? And where the hell are my goddamn tickets? That's what I would like to know. One thing about this place, can't get anything done, just like Screw Ann. She comes up here this morning finally after my fifth request. She comes up here, and I give her a song to dance about the various clients we got and the information that we're not getting, like Nick Cigars with those 10% discount days. Did anything happen? No. No. I mean, I'm sure it would have taken at least one phone call to find out, and John Penis was lurking around somewhere, according to her. Did he do anything? No. No. Let me say it again. This is a place where nobody will do anything unless somebody makes them do something. And in most cases, nobody will make anybody do anything. You name the department. Sales, engineering, programming. If you pick the department, unless somebody holds their feet to the fire, they will do nothing. And they like it that way. And for two or three months, I went along like that, kind of in la-la land, guilty, you know, kind of, a, you know, talked me into that. And I was able to survive for a while like that. But then you finally reach a point where it becomes... Uh, you know, it goes a little bit too far. You're doing a green apple quick step because you've just kind of like lost too many steps. 
26 past noon at 560 WQAM, your How Do We Do It station for the 90s. Hurricane fucking blow! Yeah. Yeah. Like this is we sing Like words is but we must tell you we swear with nothing oh. you wore these outfits to class they would take your Okay, 1232 at 560 WQM. So here's the good news and the bad news. The good news is, just like I anticipated, that they'll honor the tickets from uh, September, whatever the original dates were, that the, uh, can- the concerts got canceled. The bad news is, do I have any tickets to be honored? No. I have nothing. Have I heard any more about it? No. no. Do I have any uh, any uh, confidence in whatsoever that Kid Curry is going to come through no. on these tickets? You see, this is the thing that really astonishes me. Remember the day that Greg Reed, which I, I'm reluctant to even mention his name on here since he's in Vegas at another Beasley Reed, uh, uh, corporate meeting, a bunch of bullcrap, sitting around with a bunch of uh, bozos. <laughs> Comes in here and, uh, oh yeah, remember that? He's gonna get me tickets. Front row, front row seats. Doesn't mention that they're coming from Power 96 and Kid Curry. He's gonna do it. So he's responsible for this, and of course he's nowhere to be found. In addition to which, he's sulking because I told him the other day to get the hell out of here. I was getting ready to do a show and didn't want to see his ugly face. Another empty promise, another bunch of bullcrap from a man who tells tales. Even uh, Walt Whitman never saw leaves of grass as tall as the tales that this man tells. Five, whatever that means. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. And I'm supposed to be taking my nieces to that Backstreet Boys concert. Uh, I wish I wasn't going. Anyway, um, I remember last week you were talking about uh, different kinds of polices. And, uh, different kinds of what? Different kinds of polices. You were polices? saying those marijuana polices, pimp police, so on and so forth. Well, yeah. there's, there's license plate polices. License plate polices, yeah. 
My fiance just got a ticket for sixty-five dollars for having a sticker in the middle of her license plate. Huh. What kind of BS is that? Well, just sticker, man. That's what I would say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Too many kinds of police out there, man. It's bad. It's real <laughs> bad. Stay out of those police. That's right. Bad polices. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're down to a precious two or three calls on the board. Do you want to know why? Because we gave all the free tickets away. Everybody else got their tickets, but when it comes to my tickets, which I'd love to have now, so I have some confidence that I'm going to be able to go if I got anything at all. No. See, and the reason that I should have been really saying, I kept asking because I, not that I don't trust anybody around here, which I don't. I kept saying, which day are they for? Could anybody tell me? No. No. Like, dummy up, uh, just be grateful we're getting you anything. And uh, they didn't. And if they're honoring the tickets that were for before and I was really going to get them, I'd have them by now anyway, wouldn't you think? Uh -huh. Wouldn't a normal, logical, uh, uh -huh. yeah, sure, I'd have them by now. That would be like us giving away the tickets for tonight's exhibition Panther game with the Bruins and saying, oh, by the way, we'll mail them out to you. Well, the game is tonight. Yeah, but we'll mail them out to you. Maybe they'll get there someday. And if they don't show up, well, they probably got lost in the mail. You know how that goes. Maybe the uh, ticket police is intercepting them. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, Neil. Um, calling you about the Backstreet Boy concert. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked to you before, and you said you had front row tickets. What happened with that? I said I was promised front row tickets. I never actually got them in my hand. Oh, that shot out. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I was going to tell you that um, the tickets that were for September 14th. I just got through saying that. Oh, did you? That they're going to be honored for December 5th and 6th. December 5th and 6th, so yeah. All right, I just wanted to let you know that. Well, I don't have any of those things. Well, that stinks. You, I know. you should call somebody and raise hell. Okay, thanks. All righty, have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, call the ticket police and raise some hell about this, okay? By the way, do we get any answer from Kid Curry about this? No. No. You know, he's one of those people who's like, you know, really a manic. You know, one day he's a good guy, next day he's an asshole. Because the same thing happened last year when he got into the screaming thing with Rob, uh, what's his name, Rob Kaplan from Whammy? When they were blasting the music down there on the second floor. Well, I don't give a F about the Neil Rogers show. We're busy. Yeah, yeah. We're busy blasting music here. No, what he said was, who the hell are you to Rob Kaplan? No, that, but then afterward he said, you know. No. Yes, he did. I don't remember You have that. a very bad memory. He, that's exactly what he said. Rob said, we're trying to do a show in there. He says, I don't give a whatever about the Neil Rogers, you know, about Neil. Screw him. I'm sure Rob made that up. You are such a little suckhole, you know. Really well, why do you want to piss the man off who's holding on to your tickets, presumably? He doesn't. Have you seen any tickets? No. Have you seen hide or hair of him? Why would he lie? Was he able to tell you which day they were for for, for four? He hadn't had them yet that yeah. day. Yeah? He hadn't had them? Since. I don't think hadn't he's going to have them. The one good person on that station is my good friend Schmo Griffin. She's somebody as solid, uh, solid as a rock. And Mark Mosley, who ain't really on that station, but he just thinks he is. He's a good guy. But other than that, is there anybody else worth a crap on that station? Am I leaving anybody out? DJ Laz. Who's that? The uh, pimp with a limp. I don't know who that is. DJ Dog, little guy, good guy. I don't know who that is. They're nice people. Is he, so he's another geek like uh, Igor in production? We got more freaky people around here. Speaking of that, he, Fat Boy he, was Fat Boy was uh, limping around up here when I came in this morning, when I came up the elevator shaft with Duff. Yeah, we came up the shaft together this morning. Well, he was pretty excited. He was at uh, Gary Sarner's son's brisk last night. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Pretty good, sir. Did you watch you watch the MTV Music Awards, right? Yes, I did. Who's the blonde kid? What was his name from the Backstreet Boys? Nick Carter. 
that dude sounds like a total flaming guy. Yeah. I'm, I, did you hear, you hear him talk? I mean, he does sound gay, though. Yes, he does. Yeah, like a high. Is he like the soprano in the group? He's uh, the girl. I mean, the guy, yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you a question. What happens if Andy from Hollywood has tickets? Would you go? Front row tickets. No, I would not. <laughs> not with him. <laughs> I heard a rumor he may have some. I, I don't care. But uh, but you, they don't they don't uh, since you promote the Backstreet Boys more than uh, you promote anything else in the world, don't you think that they might come through for no, some tickets? No, no, I do not. From your radio they station? No, they don't need me. And aren't and you? We're, with... and we're just an AM radio station that doesn't play music anyway. That that's why Power ninety six has probably got tickets up the ass over there. But isn't that the change. same company though? But that, it doesn't make any difference. They don't share with us. We're, we don't even exist. We're like underling. They don't even basically talk to us because we're AM. Even though we're billing a lot more money on an AM station than they are on FM with all their ratings and all their big signal, uh, they don't talk to us. We're just AM people. That's that's horrible. The I only one that it. speaks to me is uh, my good friend Bo Griffin. Other than that, they don't even won't even look at you. Uh, okay. All right, Neil. Just uh, kind of curious. And leave Nick alone. Okay. Bye. Okay. I was in the car about a half an hour ago listening to you. First of all, Nick Carter has more talent in his right toe than you will ever have, and he's not a pineapple head, you stupid fat faggot. Yeah, well, I've seen his right toe. Okay, sweetheart, and is very talented. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Twenty one till noon at QAM. Here's great news for you guys who got that big bald spot that God has inflicted right in the middle of your head. There, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's growing. Some things on your body you'd like to grow, they never grow. But that particular thing, it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and there's not much you can do about it except go see Charles Alfieri because for over 25 years he's been doing it great for guys, making them look fantastic. And now he's extended the great QAM special. There's another John Penis question I got, George, about this QAM. Is it the QAM special or the Neil Rogers special? Do we know? Will this man answer a question down there? No. This goddamn John Penis, son of a bitch. No, he will not. Every piece of copy I got from this guy, I got questions about. Can we get any answers from this guy? No. No. Because screw Ann, she's a guy, she's another one, okay? She's another one. Does anybody pay any attention to her? No. Maybe. Roy! And he's busy looking for another job. Let me say it again. Charlie's extended the uh, Neil Rogers special. You mentioned QAM or Neil Rogers or anything under the sun that has to do with us, and they'll knock $300 off the regular $800 price of that great-looking natural hairline system. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. And I think it's going to be a long, long time before my bank will only once in time. Everything I own is not for life to roll I don't want to, but I always feel sorry for people who make millions and millions and millions of dollars and they start you know, squealing about poverty, and they haven't got two nickels to rub together. Too bad. We got Steve Nickel. I was thinking about Steve Nickel yesterday, about incestuous relationships at radio stations and how they always turn out, virtually always turn out to be a disaster. Not a good idea to crap where you eat. You know, I've all, that's always been my philosophy. Don't where you eat. Always turns into a real nightmare. Look around here. Look at all the mammoth problems that we have of just gigantic proportions because too many people around here have screwed around. And too many people have naked pictures. That's why this place is basically in limbo, because uh, too much screwing around and too many people blackmailing their way into permanent jobs. And I was thinking of Steve Nichol. 
Now, what was your name? Which one? The one that took a Suzanne powder and left town. Susie Gerard. The one that took a Suzanne powder. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. And then, of course, there was our friend Cheryl and Mitch Weenie, the chief engineer. Did that work out? No. Divorce. All these incestuous relationships, man, it's just uh, not good. Not good. Not that I'm, you know, giving anybody uh, advice. Doesn't work. Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. How about pressing a button, dummy? Here's Pompano. Hello. Yeah, press the button, dude. Okay. Hey, I was doing a pubic service the other day. And there were three motorcycle cops with their radar gun out in the bushes. Uh -huh. And I flashed my lights for the oncoming traffic as mm -hmm. a good citizen would. Yes, sir. And they pulled me over and said they could arrest me for obstruction of justice. Yeah, well, tell them to blow it out their ass. Thank you. Yeah, they do that. No, we've had many of those. Uh, you know, if you're smart, if you're a good guy, you'll flash your lights and warn them about these uh, speed traps because obviously it's not the kind of law enforcement that we're paying our tax dollars for. I mean, if you're diving dangerously, if you're jeopardizing other people's lives, then we encourage them to pull you over. Then it's great. But all this speed trap stuff, 99 and 9 tenths percent of anybody with an IQ larger than their thumbnail agrees this is a tremendous waste of taxpayer money and public harassment. Just like the other day when they took the tolls off the turnpike, which they finally got back on yesterday afternoon, by the way. They finally got around to getting the toll people back. And where's my good friend Sylvia, by the way, speaking of the toll boots? That was one of the highlights of my day, seeing uh, red-haired Sylvia there at the at, uh, Joe Robbie Stadium, uh, whatever they call that place now, uh, a turnpike toll booth every day, or just about every day. Haven't seen her in a coon's age. Shouldn't have said coon's age. That's who they got working in there now. Where's Sylvia, goddammit? So they were losing the revenue from that. So we had a feeding frenzy by the FHP. Well, if, there's, if there is any organization in this state that needs to be disbanded, it's the Florida, Florida Highway Pigs. God, are they a waste of tax money. All they do is write business. That's basically all they do. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT uh, AT uh, wireless line. Here's line ten. I said that on purpose. Yes, sir. Neil, God, yes, what's happening? Hey, a couple of pluses from that hurricane. Yeah. Uh, no traffic. Mm -hmm. No traffic jam. Yeah, it was a pleasure. No rubbernecking, which is great. Mm -hmm. No tolls on the turnpike. Uh, all the houses are boarded up, so there's no breaking and entering. Crime must have been down 9,000%. Yeah, it's better than burglar bars. It really is. More I attractive. Mean, it was a beautiful thing. Hey, that church shooting in Fort Worth, mm -hmm. uh, a few of the people there had claimed that they thought it was some kind of skit because they were planning some kind of yeah, skit. Yeah, they always say that. Every time you hear the same thing in a school out in Littleton, they said the same thing. They thought it was a uh, comedy. But what kind of skit involves guns in a church? I, I don't know. I just, uh, or guns in a school. I Yahoo, me. Yahoo skits. Uh -huh. Not good. Not good. Well, keep in mind where it was. Yeah, I saw one Panther game last year, and I saw Barry score a great goal. He was an mm -hmm. unbelievable player. Right. That guy's the only athlete in that whole team. Of course, don't forget he's not playing in these exhibition games. Not that I want to discourage anybody from going tonight, but uh, he won't be playing. Hey, speaking of that game, Yeah. Uh, any tickets left? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Tickets are long gone. Let me say it again: the tickets are gone. They're gone. They're history. We had nine pair. We gave away nine pair. Nine from nine leaves oh. none. N U N none. Just like the tickets I'm going to get to the Backstreet Boys concert from this place. None. N U N. Did Bluff Lindsay take care of that? By the way, no, no. Did Screwan take care of our problem with our copy this morning that uh, she waddled in here and gave me her usual mealy-mouthed approach to life? No. No. Because nothing happens here. You, I'm going to tell you, they could have a goddamn volcano in their pants in this place, and nothing would still happen.
It is impossible. It is an immovable object, this place. Uh, he's working on it. Our engineer, he's working on that thing with your TV set on that newfangled antenna thing. He's got a part coming over there from Bob McKay's uh Rectum. He's going to pull it out of there and stick it in there someday if he gets around to it. Here, these are, And the best part of it is these are all very simple things. I mean, these are things so simple and so basic that a child could ask the questions, you know? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Clear up something for me. Okay. Which one is Which one is Nick? Oh. Is he the little tiny one or the no, kid he's with not like the, the little Leo tiny DiCaprio? one? He's the one with the blonde hair. There's five kids in the group, and there's only one with blonde hair. Just like no. the other guy said before, he's the blonde kid, Nick Carter. That's him. Isn't isn't there two blonde? And he's kids? not interested in you. No, there's no uh, two blonde kids in a group. Okay, sir. Sorry, you lose. Better go do your Backstreet Boys homework. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. There's nothing worse than a bunch of screamers. Just like that concert I was up there in West Palm and really got pneumonia up there at Woody uh, Graber's uh, Coral Sky Amphitheater, that grotesque place. Nothing worse than a bunch of screaming queens. Of, oh gee, I just want to see those five beautiful boys. And I wanted to dig a hole in the ground and crawl in there and never come out again. Only that we wished that they were beautiful, then I might have agreed with them. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now, if it would have been ninety eight degrees, I would have said, oh! "Now you're talking, sweetheart." Stop being such a flamer, okay, pal? Here's a lady in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi. I I'm kind of confused here. Maybe. What are you confused about, ma'am? I'm confused because uh, you complain about people not getting anything done and promising you things, and people that have no money. But you, on the other hand, have the means to do things and have plenty of money, why don't you just go out and buy tickets yourself? Because there are no ticket tickets available. No, they have ticket ticket brokers have always have tickets. You just you just don't want to sell out the dough. If you love them That's so right, much because I'm a cheapskate. Well well we all know that but yeah. I don't understand why you just won't sell out the money yourself. Because Not I was promised the tickets. If somebody promises you free tickets, are you going to go out and buy them? No, but you should no, know if you, you had if you, you had ten million dollars no, in the bank and somebody promised you, you fifty million dollars. Say that you know no one's going to do anything so why put your trust in these people? I don't. You're half to blame. You have to be. No, I'm, not, ever... I'm not at all to blame. And as much as I like them, I'm not spending two thousand dollars for a pair of tickets to go see them. Well, then that's what you got to do. You got to sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do. No. Why don't you send in a videotape no. to Fanatic? You ever think of that? Do what? A videotape to Fanatic for Backstreet Boys. Get yourself on it. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, why no. don't you do that? No, because they're ugly. They're ugly. I'll do it for ninety-eight degrees. Okay. What about in sync? Oh God! Oh. <laughs> There was breakfast, and I didn't even eat any. You know something? There was a match made in heaven. That new single they got with Gloria Estefan, Instinct and Gloria Estefan. Oh, is that a, that's a perfect match made in purgatory. A group and a young lady who couldn't sing their way, not so young lady, who couldn't sing their way out of a paper sack if you stuck a gun in there. Rectum. Oh, is that a great match. Instinct. Now, sweetheart, maybe you want to spend $1,000 a ticket. Go ahead. Be my guest. I don't think so. I'll pass. I'll pass off. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line two three hundred open lines for you there an hour and seven minutes to go till the Hank Goldberg show with the Jimmy we could be special Johnson at five o'clock. Geldy will be out there so I guess he's decided to do that routine on the home games I guess whatever that's all about he's going to be out there uh, being the doing the pregame show or I, I guess I'm assuming since it says that right here at the National Rental Yenta Center before the Panther exhibition game with the Bruins which we'll have tonight for you. With the great Jigs McDonald, nice going. Oh, oh the uh, game will be on uh, Waxy, the entire game. It'll only be on from 7 to 9 p.m. here on QAM because 9 o'clock we got to go to the Marlin, Arizona Diamondbacks game, <laughs> which we're pretty embarrassed by. We're putting that game on Surf on 1580 tomorrow. Jack Mark's station. How do you like that? <laughs>
Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I hear you. How you doing, Neil? First okay. time caller, long time Julio. Yes, sir. Um, Neil, uh, you like Luis Miguel? I heard that. People. I love Luis That's Miguel. True. Yeah. Have you heard this guy, Alejandro Fernandez? You gotta hear no. me. No. No. Oh man. Maybe uh, your producer has something there, but he's good. No, never Very heard good. of him. That's nobody a great here, Nobody here ever heard him. Oh, his great voice. That's, take my advice and listen to one of his songs. It's okay. Great. All right, señor. Okay. Have a good one. Adios. Alejandro Schwartz. I don't know what he said. This don't start that we don't have it anyway. If we if we had it, I'd listen to it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Six hundred open lines here. Do we have any more tickets to give away? No. No. And as far as some young bitch calling here, giving me a lecture again. This is getting really ponderous, you know. Getting lectured by these uh, righteous women out there who are the first ones to freeload any goddamn thing they can get. The worst. You notice how many women I had in the first 40 minutes after I mentioned the hockey games this morning? Usually, we don't get that many women in the whole show every day on a show. But once we got something to give away, all of a sudden, they're all coming out of the woodwork. They're all so friendly, and they love me. Now that the tickets are gone, now they're calling to bitch me out because I'm a cheap prick, and I don't want to spend 45 grand to go see the goddamn Backstreet Boys. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I know how we can put the FHP out of business. Yeah. Nobody goes speeding for about a year, mm-hmm. and everybody will go out of business. Yeah, good point. Hey, you know what? I, 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 did everybody you see, slow down. Did you see the Tom Green show last week when he was in, got in with the Flamingos? Yeah, and that was a repeat. I already saw it. Oh, I didn't see that. I, I just started watching it since you started talking about it. He is funny. He had the guy in the show that hurt that, uh, hurt that after he went on the trapeze. That's my man, Tom Hey, Green. I love your show, Neil. Have Thanks. a good day. See you. Bye. I missed the show last night. Did anybody see it? Did you see it? Was it a repeat or something new? Repeat. No, yeah. a clip show of all the old stuff, like the dead guy. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, thank God, because I forgot all about it. How could I forget about the Tom Green show? Thursday, that's all you live for is the Tom Green show. So thank God it was a repeat again. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's call up Neil and bitch him out for being such a cheap bastard. Let him go spend his own goddamn money for tickets and stop by being such a jackass, okay? Good point. Excellent point, sweetheart. Yeah, I'm real cheap. Just ask anybody that I buy all those goddamn meals for, not to mention any names. What a cheap bastard I am. Of course, they aren't always the best. They stunk. Yeah, right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT. Uh, I can't say that anymore. How do you like that? I keep saying TD. Twelve fifty six at five sixty WQAM. Are you? Stavon to two hour. Hi, Vey. Ahora en Univision es el show de esta noche con Hey Leno. Yo tengo un reporto de las señoras que danzo en el buffo por dinero. También te gusta Ross, Rachel, Feobe, Monica, Joey y Chandler en Amigo. Mi esposa es un lesbiana. Es muy cool. Finalmente, en la película de Late Late Noche, mucho, mucho más prestas es. And three days.
and Univision. 101 at 560 WQM. You know, as much as I like the Backstreet Boys, I must confess that such a large number of their fans are not just young girls, neurotic young girls. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Weston. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today? Great. I got a couple things for you. First of all, that woman was only upset with you because you gave away all the hockey tickets before she can get any. Yeah. And uh, in yesterday's paper, did you happen to see the article by Jose Lambert, The Naked Truth About Broward's Undercover Cops? Jose Lambert, yes. Uh, you that saw the, the article? That was the same article that had the uh, Rick Sanchez Atkins diet thing in it. Okay, just wanted to see if you saw it. Yes. That's all I have. Okay, thanks. Have a great day. Yeah, don't do as we do, do as we say, but that's the same old tired thing that nobody out there cares about. You're, you've been conditioned to it, just like all the shootings, just like all the blood and guts and the dyings and the kids on stretchers. You've been conditioned to it, and you accept it, and there's nothing I can do to change it. You accept it, uh, you know, better you than me. That's all I can tell you. This is a, not a way for uh, civilized people to live. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So when are you going to give away those Backstreet Boys tickets? They're calling for that now? You can't say the word tickets yeah. without them presuming now, that you're them? Them? Who's them? Who's them? Who's it, a female? female? A female. No, straight men are calling for Backstreet Boys. No, don't tickets. start that crap again. Okay? Who, who else? Female. Women. Who else? How yes. do you like that? Women calling in for Backstreet Okay, we got ten pair of tickets for the December 5th Backstreet Boys concert. First ten callers here. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Not... Here's Miami. Hello. Oh, there's the line eight syndrome. Okay, let's hear it. Oh. Getting some real action on that phone system. Aren't we around this joint? No, we're not. No. No. Not getting any action on anything. We're getting some lip service. Because one thing about this place, baby, everybody in this place, they have not only one, but... I've got two sets of lips. That's right. That's why I get a lot of lip service. Not much else. Just talk. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil. Yes. I bet you that woman that called on store said has rice in her vagina. Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, you ought to know, pal. And pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. They got this good blue stuff they sell at the drugstore. Kills crabs too. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good. I think I lucked out that I'm not on that line eight. I guess, uh, but uh, anyway, I uh, wanted to tell you, first off, you know why the hurricanes are so terrible? I mean, look look where it is. I mean, it's in Miami itself. I mean, any other school in this country is so much better than that. Would you agree? But what does that mean? Well, I mean... Well, what does anything at, mean that you just said? Well, look, look at the neighborhood. I mean, you know, it's it's Miami. I mean, of course the school's going to be terrible and everything like who that. Said, who said the school was terrible? The, what are you talking people, about? Talking is about is this people. just a gratuitous sucking call? Is that what this is? I think the answer very clearly is... Yes! Yeah. You're boring, sir. You're terminal. See, there's nothing to me. Well, I won't say there's nothing, but there are a few things in the world worse to me than people who want to just repeat back, like a, like a parakeet, like a minor bird. Just repeat back what you've already said, just to ingratiate themselves and suck around, okay? Enough of the sucking, pal. Has nothing to do with the neighborhood. The U of M stands on its own. Regardless of where you put it, it stands on its own. It is what it is. It's la-la land for spoiled little rich kids. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line, and like I said, the sports nerds at those Dolphin games who thought that just because I was at a Dolphin game, naturally I wanted to yenta with them about the hurricane. Those people need lobotomies, man. Oh, what a breath of fresh air it is to be able to sit at home and watch in peace the games without being in the middle of that crowd. 
and they got they got their headsets on, you know, they're there with their Sony Walkman and they're why well, you're right there on the fifty yard line. What in the world could you possibly need a headset when you're at a goddamn ball game for? Unless you don't understand what the hell is going on. What is that all about? Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey Neil, I didn't call for tickets to the uh, Backdoor Boys concert. Damn it. But um I was just about uh, to get my uh, way too. I was, uh, that's okay. Maybe next time. Okay. Hey, uh, you know, the thing with the shootings in Texas, well, yeah. one of the most absurd things that exists in this wonderful banana republic of ours yes. is the fact that if you wanted to buy a bottle of wine from the state of California and have it shipped into you, yes. the liquor distributors have banded together to buy off a sufficient number of state legislators to make that crime a felony. Whereas if you want to go out and buy yourself a nice 38 special, there's no problem with buying that and having it shipped into the state. Mm -hmm. And the rationale that they use for it is that they don't want kids to be able to buy liquor online. Yeah. So you know that this stops every 15-year-old from buying a $75 bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon to get his date wasted so he can get in her knickers mm -hmm. but god forbid they should prevent a kid from buying a 38 special that he needs to protect himself in school mm -hmm. just another case of the uh, gun lobby having everybody and their brother okay, in forget, their forget collective about, forget about by mail those kids in uh, denver uh, were, were too young to buy cigarettes or too young to buy a, a bottle of beer but they were old enough to buy a gun that's yeah. the american effing way man well and supposedly this guy in texas bought his guns at a flea market yeah. Great, great, great society we live in, isn't it, Neil? And by the way, I'd like to point out to you, including this next upcoming break, we're still running spots for this gun show, even after the slaughter we had in Fort Worth. We don't have the common decency to, uh, you know, like most any place else would, to postpone those spots or to cancel them or something like that. We're still running and gun show spots. That's weak. On our horror station. Okay, sir. God bless you. Take care. Head for the hills. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. I mean, it just... It's just mind-boggling to me, the fact that Screw Ann Winnick stood here this morning with a real pasty look on her puss, acting like she really was concerned about these things that I was asking about, that I was upset about, that we need to do something about. And I told her, and did anything whatsoever happen no. in the last uh, three hours and eight minutes? No. No. Nothing. This is the place where time stands still. And our program director has got the best of intentions and the talks a good game. The problem is everybody laughs at him. Nobody pays any attention to him. So I can talk to him about 50 million things, and he can have his little checklist and tell me about, oh, this one's working on this, and that one's working on Uranus, and so on and so forth. It means nothing. It means nothing. They're not calling for those tickets, are they? Please tell me no. You haven't been watching, and that's what they're calling for? WQAM, Ticket Central. Hi, I want to talk about the Backstreet Boys. Yes? I don't want tickets, though. Okay. What do you want to say? I want to talk about AJ and yeah. video and Tom Green. Yes? Is that cool? You're on now. Um, I think that AJ should be replaced by Tom Green. What do you think of that? Oh, there's John Penis. And why is Todd... Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Why is Todd Rex standing in the background? Is this a new vaudeville act that we got here? John Penis and Todd Dreck, like everything's a big joke. If you buy spots on this station, I want you to know that our sales department considers it a big joke. I, I just heard a rumor, by the way, that those two are going down to Waffen. That's the rumor. That's why they're not taking care of any spots. That's how it always is. Guys start slacking off when they're leaving and moving to another joint. Probably those two guys that enjoy the uh, two uh, live Jews there middays on Waffen. They're the ones that are starting that crap. 
because anybody that even planned on staying in their job couldn't possibly slack off, even in this joint, like they are. And what were you saying? I'm sorry. Hello? Hi. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I think Tom Green should replace AJ. No. Why? Because they may, would make a mockery, would make a farce. As much as I love Tom Green, that video about his bum and his dude. Yeah, I agree. That was no. really stupid. That was really uh, too long, too. But what's up with AJ and wearing Britney Spears' shirt on this video? You've seen the video, right? So what's wrong with that? Are you jealous? Like, what's going on with You're that? you jealous in addition to which he's already got a girlfriend, you know? Who? AJ. AJ. I know. I know who she is. Yeah. She's Amanda. She's in some other group. And? No, I'm just saying. I don't like what. What, what is so good about the Backstreet Boys that you love them so much? Then why are you? Then why are you worried about what shirt AJ is wearing? What difference does it make? No, it doesn't make a difference. Okay, but well, I... thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I happen to like their music. I know all these other things about the shirts that they wear and about Nick's toe and about his hair. I don't care about any of that. None of them are in the least bit interesting to me in that way. Not not even marginally. Not minimally. Not even a little teeny weeny. One. Ten past one at 560 QAM Hollywood. Oh, God, Neil. Ever wonder what happened to the British supergroup Oasis? Yes. Lots of people thought they'd finally run out of ways to rip off the Beatles. Not even close. Oasis is back with a new CD that's like nothing you've never heard before. It's Oasis. Don't let it be. Be united. That way. Oasis, Don't Let It Be, gives you a chance to listen over and over again to incredibly original songs like this. I'd like to be beneath the surface of the ocean in an eight-arm sea creature's cultivation patch with you. Oasis, Don't Let It Be, will move you. It will astound you. It will make John Lennon spin in his grave. And at the conclusion And look for Noel Gallagher's new solo LP, Abbey Highway, on Snapple Records.
Oh, yeah. Martinez 560 WKMC. I don't understand. One thing about music to me, I mean, granted, if somebody looks particularly good, I can understand why people with videos now, why they get all excited about that. But generally speaking, 95% of the time with music, if it sounds good, I like it. And if I don't like the way it sounds, I don't like it. Who the hell gives a crap about these people's personal lives and do they take it up the... Correct them. What what is that all about? Now, I will make one exception. We know about Ricky Martin, of course. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. And in his case, we make the exception because uh, he just makes us nauseous and sick to our stomach. So we finally get from John Penis a thing here. It goes to show you, the guy that called the other day, which I was very reluctant to believe him, and as usual, I was right. Every Tuesday and Wednesday is the 10% discount. Mention Neil or QAM. Well, now it's Neil or QAM. See, now Penis is just sticking his stuff in there. And pretty soon it'll be uh, the fan because that's where he's going to work is what I hear. And every Friday, including today, with every uh, every two cigars you buy at the regular price, it makes you get a free cigar. Now, they don't have a spot going right now, but I put that on there only because that's the least they deserve. It's some little accurate information. And the guy that called the other day about the 10% discount was just an Ojean provocateur, like I figured, just a bullcrap artist. Another one of yours. Here's a lady in uh, Cooper City. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. I want to dedicate this to all the Backstreet Boys fans out there. Yes. Ready? I really like to brag about my husband, the douchebag. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Yeah. Wasn't that better than Lauryn Hill's song, that one uh, album of the year? Yeah. Wasn't it? I don't know why she won. She's uh, disgusting. Isn't she? She's I... a subhuman cretin. She makes me ill. She makes me sick. She must have naked pictures of all the people that voted for her. Blech. Exactly. Bye. See ya. Great job, sweetheart. Finally, she made up for all the other bitches that we heard from. Now, I mean, we heard from some nice ladies, one or two, including what was her name that I gave the hockey tickets to? The lady from Argentina? Dory. Dory. That's for you, Dory. You're okay in my book. But quit picking on Scott Mellonby, okay? He's doing the best he can. It ain't all that good, but he's doing the best he can. He's a good guy. Here's a Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. Listen, I wonder if I could come over someday and hang out with you and watch a football game. <laughs> how do you like that guy, huh? Oh, that was funny. Wants me to go to a hockey game with him. That was real funny. Oh, God. That, that was the reason. I, that that and the uh, the guns spot that you're playing there, I know you'll have to go over. Yeah. That's ridiculous. 
I'd have not just fit. ridiculous, like I said at the end of the show yesterday, it's a source of enormous embarrassment. And uh, what can I say except these people ought to put a red light in the window downstairs. And one more thing. You didn't mention it yesterday. I guess Hank told you about it. Hank was pitching a bitch two days ago. Not about... mentioned that today, about his 13-minute break. Oh, my God. He was having a fit. I, I don't know. blame him. And who can blame him? 13-minute break. It's like they keep giving us all these roadblocks, all these impediments to try to jump over, and then, uh, you know, and then bitching about the fact they got a little a minor competition now. They're crazy people. They're grave robbers. Doing a great show, Neil. Thank you. Later. But like I said, and then I guess Hank had a call a couple of days ago. Maybe it was the same day that he was having his nervous breakdown of some old fart, one of those craggy old, wow, you know, they got to pay you and Rogers all the big money. That's why they got to run all these spots. And as Hank accurately told him, and, and any show that's run on a 13-minute break is obviously paying for itself many times over, just like this show is. and has been since the first day I sat my fat ass down here last of December, almost two years ago now making a fortune for these bastards. The problem that the reason that they got to run all these goddamn spots is because they got to pay all the money to John Henry and Baldy. That's why. And I've told you that a zillion times, just like Hank told you, and it's the goddamn truth. They're like an albatross around our necks. And even when I was back in IOD, I told you that was going to happen. All spots radio. Because when you're giving away millions and millions of dollars to the rights to games like the Marlins that nobody in the world wants to hear then your name must be Greg Reed. Yeah. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good show today. Yes, it is. Like Manu, Manu of the 90s. I can't stand him. What? Actually, boys. Menudo? Menudo of the 90s. No. Another decade of uh, of the uh, glam boy rockers. Okay, whatever you're saying. If you don't like him, you don't like him. I love him. I think they're Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's not why I called. I wanted to call and talk to you about uh, this thing out in Texas. You probably listen to Limp Wrist Biscuit. Uh, no, hate them too. Good. Okay, that's good. Now you're. I'm now more. You're... I'm more into like the Aerosmith, Tom Petty. All right. Now you're talking. Now you're making a little bit of the older, the good bands. They used to play, make their own music, play right. their own uh, instruments. You know. Right. Uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I was calling about Texas. Well, today they kind of, like, play with each other, but anyway. Uh, and I want to first say that in no means am I, am I condoning what this lunatic did, but wasn't it about uh, a week and a half ago the Baptist National Convention came out saying how to convert Jews with a pamphlet? And what does that got to do with shooting a bunch of uh, kids and, and people in church? I'm certainly not saying that, but, uh, well, you so know. Well, why it, even bring it do up? Not, do not judge lest you be judged yourself. Yeah, okay, okay, whatever you say. Like I said, he don't like the Backstreet Boys, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I think it all kind of fit in together. That caller was perfect. It ended right where it started, you know? And leave Steve Tyler out of it, okay? He don't. He doesn't deserve to be lumped in with all that. Crap. Okay, thanks, Joe, whatever you're doing. 130 at 560 WQAM. 567, we got 600 open lines, a half hour to kill until Hank Goldberg comes in. Hank gave you the story yesterday, Greater Miami and the Beaches Hotel Association. Not one call about that today. 
votes unanimously against giving one more red penny for building up a goddamn stadium for John Henry or anybody else. And the Miami Herald, instead of putting it on the front page like they have the 6,000 other stories they've had on there trying to propagandize and peddle this to the public and to put their hand in your pocket again, or at least help to stick John Henry's hand in there, they stick it way back on the bottom of the business section. In the business section, with a small article, like it's a minor story. When when are the when is the uh, rest of the media? One of the television people. When is there going to be somebody in this town besides on this goddamn radio station who says something that anybody listens to or pays any attention to? This is a goddamn disgrace. Bottom of the front page of the business section, and all these other stories have been on the right hand upper side of the front page of the front section. You know the one that everybody sees the front of, even if they don't buy the goddamn newspaper. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. If we outlaw hurricanes, there won't be any more hurricanes. If we outlaw cars. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And if we outlaw assholes, there won't be any more like you either. Here's Coral Gables. Hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. I wanted to ask you your opinion, given your uh, expertise in radio and broadcasting. Yes. What does it take uh, for a band like Steps to make it on the airwaves here? I mean, I heard them. A friend of mine brought me a CD from, from London, mm-hmm. and it's just... As good or better than what's out there right now? I mean, what does it take? Is it, is it payola? Is it promotion? Yes. I mean, take, are they take somebody Take somebody to start playing their music. They're good. They're damn good. Are they, do, they good do they look good? No. No? No. That's it. Well, that, what's that got to do with Who the hell that's doing music now looks so good? Oh, that's true. Besides Ricky Martin, we can't stand her anyway. I mean him. Oh, I'm an up, Chuck. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Okay. Bye. I'm looking in here for my Steps uh, single that I had. Oh, there's John Penis, by the way, who's going over to 1700 to sell that crap station, who thinks that that midday show is great. Who doesn't know a good thing when he's got it? You don't like what? Well, the rest of the sales department loves it. That's what I'm hearing the scuttlebutt. They think those two guys are really funny. (laughs) Yeah, this is the show. This used to be the show when we had some copy, when we had some clients, when we had some credibility here. I'm sorry, that's right. We don't worry about any of the above, just the client's part. You notice he comes in while I'm on the air. He don't dare come in here while I'm off the air because I might actually say something. Like what a schmuck he is. And used to be a good guy. That's the sad part of it. He's been here too long, John. He was uh, he was the one. I think they infected him. Yeah, he's been infected with the QAM sales virus. He used to be a damn good guy. And now uh, he's an asshole. Right. I don't know what happened to him. What a transformation. He even took that goddamn 98 degrees CD home for his daughter, which proves that somewhere. And then they're also going to the Backstreet Boys concert. But when it comes to this place, it's like a disease. It's like everybody they bring in here, if they were here, is that they stick around. That's why Scott Schwartz got out before he got infected. It's like being in a leper colony. You know, if you stick around long enough, sooner or later, big giant things are going to start protruding out of your cheeks and your rectum, too. Very sad. It's just amazing to watch the way that he's just gone downhill and downhill. It's tra- It's like watching the, uh, the depot. It's like watching the physical degeneration of Jeff DeForest. And watching away from him, he came in here as a svelte, not, you know, tremendously talented guy, but nevertheless, not a bad guy. Slim, trim, kind of boring looking. And now all of a sudden he's like fat, he's like red-faced, pudgy-faced, his eyes are bloodshot. Must weigh 600 pounds, naked. What a disgusting thought that is. And looks like, like I told you before, like one of those losers that hangs around down there by the rail at the racetrack, kicking over losing tickets, looking for, uh, hoping somebody threw away a winning ticket. You know those guys? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like Lester Greenshirt. Oh, yeah. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 
Hi. I yes, wanted to talk about all the people that were calling up being mean about the Backstreet Boys. Go. Let them have it. They are so jealous. Mm-hmm. NSYNC sucks. Can I tell you something, by the way? Carson Daly on TRL. Do you watch MTV? Yeah. Carson Daly is going to burn in hell because it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before, the second day when a new single was out that I just played. Uh-huh. And it was number one on TRL for the second day in a row. And he, and when the thing ends, he looks in the camera and he says, number one on the TRL. What a joke, he says. And I thought to myself, we know that you like Limp uh, Wrist Biscuit and that crap, but who the hell are you? And like the show is about him? Who cares exactly. what he likes? People are allowed to have their own opinions. Right. The people actually, that call in, all these uh, punks that call in, it's up to them to decide what's jealous. number one, not him. But actually, I have a single from when they were over in Germany. Right. Can I play a little bit of it for you from sure. the Backstreet Boys? Hold uh-huh. on a second. They can sing. I know. You don't have to sell me. But you know what? What? That wasn't Backstreet Boys. What was it? That was NSYNC. Yeah. And you don't like NSYNC? No, I hate NSYNC. That was, that you was, just said you liked them. I did not say you that. I said that didn't sound that bad over the phone. Maybe they're good on the phone. You just no. said you like that song. Don't lie. Yeah, and Come on, Neil. I hate NSYNC. They make me you not. You can't hate NSYNC. I just played that for you. They and you suck. said you liked it. They suck. They don't suck. They're Why do you think the they phone. suck? Why they're good on the phone. Well, that's the rumor I hear. They don't suck. Uh-huh. They don't suck. They are very good. I've the seen cur- them in concert the, like The one with the curly blonde head especially I hear he sucks. But anyway, have a nice day. She's playing it on her phone. You know, she's holding the phone up to her uh, thing a million miles. You know, you, you silly little uh, women, man. It's very sad. You don't like their music. You're obsessed with them. And, of course, the thing about NSYNC, they're really ugly. I mean, they're grotesque. If they could sing, I wouldn't be upset about it. I like their music, but uh, they're gross. Turn on to a good group, sweetheart, 98 degrees. They can sing, and Nick and Jeff both look pretty good. There you go. Take it from an old fag like me. I'll turn you on to something good. Let me play I Do. I'll play that about four times. That'll get us out of here, because I do like them a lot. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Davey. Hello. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. She's one of those nerds that calls up and votes for NSYNC on TRL 400 times. Yes, sir. How are you today? Great. Just want to talk about the shooting. You know, it's it's a lost battle because uh, about three calls before the guy says, "Well, uh, you know, I I don't say it's the right thing to do, but yeah, like why would any, why would anybody bring that up? What the hell has that got to do with it? As though they had it coming or something. You know, unbelievable. But that's the way. That's there's that's the people out there nowadays. And there's uh, more of them than uh well, like like it's a big people. joke, you know. And like I said the other day, well, we've been saying it for years. The public is so desensitized to these things that now that a few hours have gone by, uh, nobody even cares about it anymore. It's just another one of those news stories that uh, makes for a little news for a couple hours. You're right. And as far as the 13-minute breaks, that station, I swear, they advertised for the uh, hurricane in the F. FAMU game two days after the game last week. Yeah. You know, where they have to get the last, uh, every last cent. Well, you see, we can't get all the spots in uh, before the game, so we probably have to run them when the game is over. I'm you know? telling you, they advertise stuff after, after the fact. Well, uh-huh. have a nice day. I'm back to you. <laughs> 567 0560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. You think we're ever going to get a real phone system up here? No. No. That's probably why I'm taking off. You know, I'll tell you one thing. Our program director has got some real chutzpah, you know, some real nerve. She's got some real nerve to be telling me that, you know, uh, you know, I, I, it would be hypocritical of me to uh, not work on Monday. Maybe I just got religion. Maybe all of a sudden I became a lot more Jewish. All these other people around here, I'll guarantee you. So maybe I don't put a goddamn yarmulke on on, on uh, Pesach and go have Seder, which is just another excuse to drink a little wine and eat. 
I'll eat bite for bite with any Jew in this building. I'll guarantee you that. I'll eat deli. I'll eat just as much kishki as any of these Jews bastards in here put together. And Defoe asked me a good question the other day. Why is it always Jew bastard? Have you ever noticed how those two words go hand in hand? Although... Regresa Canadá, judío bastardo. Yeah, that's... See? It's not only Jew bastard, it's... Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Well, like I said, that's uh, the wrong one. How about... Why don't you go back to Cuba, you spick bastard? See, so the Jews and the spicks maybe do have something in common. If you ain't foreskin. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. You know something? This, what happened today, was a really interesting thing. Because it gave me, it inspired me. You know what's going to start happening starting on Monday? I'm going to start losing copy for all John Penis's accounts. And we'll have to start scratching them all out. Mm-mm-mm. Payback is a bitch. And we'll just say, the water Nazi told us, he called today and canceled. Ugh. There is no water Nazi. Funny, I tell you, I, the other day I thought when we had the storm, I thought somebody parked in her parking spot. Maybe she's driving a different vehicle. But you know what? If somebody parked in her space, won't see them no more, just like Polly. In fact, I did see her taking a leak out in the uh, woods there. One of the worst things that can, can happen to anybody is coming home from work on a Friday afternoon and, or waking up in the middle of the night realizing that your air conditioning is kaput. It's on the fritz. It's on the blink. It's out. It's history. Can't you just... Picture that. Can't you just envision the water Nazi taking a leak out there in the middle of the woods? Well, right behind a condo out there next door. Call the experts at Air Around the Clock today and schedule your seven-point checkup. Now prevent your system from breaking down when it's 110 in the shade, which it is almost all year long here, for only 19.95. Calm down, please. A train and shooter. <laughs> I'm never going to get through this. We'll be at the rest of the, the end of the show by the time I get through this thing. For only 19.95, a trained certified technician will give your AC unit a complete thorough analysis that'll keep your house cool and your electric bill as as low as possible. They're the best, baby. They did it in my house, and they'll come and do it in your house and for your AC unit too, your home or your office. And don't forget, if you're thinking of putting in a brand new unit, call Air Around the Clock for a free second opinion on the price somebody else gives you because Lenny and Eric at ATC. <laughs> What are you doing in there? It is a pretty interesting image. Like I said, they're good. <laughs> Air around the clock in Palm Beach call 395-7799. 395 Broward call 742-5544. Or call Broward information for Air around the clock. And guess what? It's a John Penis account. This is 560 QAM. Don't you go back to New York, you wop bastard. If you grew up watching The Muppets, then you'll absolutely love this latest diversion of the late Jim Henson's master creation, Pants Puppets in Space. Bert and Ernie play Dick and Stiffy. Boy, it sure is dark in here, Dick. Yeah, yeah, I know, Stiffy. Can you unzip that thing so we can get some air in here? Oh, sure, Dick. Big Bird is Astronaut Peter. Oh, hey, there's a hair in my mouth. Elmo is Astronaut Rod. And Mr. Snopalopagus is the hilarious astronaut slung. Oh, I keep stepping on my big Catch the whole crew as they guide their missile of love to the outer limits of the universe. Will their rocket-powered pair of 501s ever make it home? Hey, it's a little smelly in here, but I kind of like it. Don't miss the greatest out-of-this-world adventure ever. Pants puppets in space. Greg, there's a fight. There's a fight. 
145 at 560 WQM. Stop by the IGFA Fishing Hall of Fame and Museum tonight at 6 o'clock as QM gives you a chance to win a Ford SUV and see the unveiling of Ford's brand-new colossal SUV, the Excursion. Oh, I'm just uh, worn out. I'm just, uh, this has been a draining experience, especially hearing that instinct thing over the phone. See, they really can sing. Can you hear it way back in the other room there? Oh, it's great, yeah. See, you told me. They suck. They suck, sweetheart. They're grotesque. They're nauseating. I hope they all elope with Gloria Estefan and her ugly husband. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Sounds like he's got the phone in his... Rectum. Okay, sorry about that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Let's try Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Um, I have to agree with you. Backstreet Boys are much cuter, but NSYNC... I mean, Who said that they were cuter? Well, I think they are. Who cares if they're cute? I know, but NSYNC, they, have, they just don't have the look, you know? They, they suck. They can't sing. I know. Okay, but, sweetheart, they can't but, sing. Butch up and call us out when you do. Okay, two calls left on the board, and we got 14 minutes to kill. I guess I could play 98 Degrees a couple of times. I do think I might. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Kind of bring the show to a screeching halt. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Um, that that was the Backstreet Boys that you played a couple segments ago, right? Yes. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually liked that song. I thought it was pretty good. Larger Than Life? Yeah, it's a good song. You know, um... And the video is real good. Well, the problem I have with groups like them and, and like, especially Boys to Men... Who the hell likes Boys to Men? I don't they know, suck. but, like, like, 98 Degrees, I can't stand these sappy, stupid love ballads that they do there. Like, yeah. the melodramatic ones where they look at each other... And they make the faces, you know, it's the most contrived crap I've ever I don't, heard. I don't know how anybody can not like I do. Any red-blooded heterosexual guy wouldn't like I do because the Dorito girl is in there like uh, with her big gigantic melons hanging out. That every, There's something in there for everybody. Well, I haven't video. seen the video. If well, that, believe if me, that chick's you'd, there, you'd then be I get singing, to check it out. You'd be singing a different tune, believe yeah. me. Even George loves that video. He could do without the music part, but he likes the video. Trust me. Okay. And, and also, um, about the spots. On, and on, isn't, on, isn't that what videos are supposed to be for, a little bit titillating, if I can say that? Yeah, exactly. Um, about the spots, I, I agree that the spots on Hank's show are unbelievably long. But the, one of the reasons I think you're so successful is that your spots are shorter, and you do those songs afterwards. It's like, I want to hear those spots because I don't want to miss the tune afterwards, right. you know what I mean? So maybe if Hank started playing some bits <laughs> exactly. after those 13, in fact, if he played his cards right after a 13-minute break and played a couple of bits, then he'd never have to say anything but hello and goodbye. Or, or even do the farting noises in the, in the spots like sometimes. That's great. I, yeah. I, I, I laugh when I hear that. That's yeah. why I listen to your spots. But, um, and then don't forget about those great gun show spots. <laughs> exactly. But, but uh, you know, I, sometimes when I listen to Hank's show, I sit there and I... I I don't sit through the spots, first of all. I go and listen to Enigata DeVita by Iron Butterfly and mm -hmm. come back. That's just about the right timing, yeah. They're, they're doing the sports update. In fact, you know? in fact, Wednesday, you could listen to Enigata DeVita and MacArthur uh, Park back-to-back. -back. Exactly. But, but, uh, but, you know, I sit there and I get mad because I go, you know what? If they had competition, they're, they better be glad they don't have competition That's on right. the sports note. Yeah. Whatever. They're, they're, they've been lucky okay. thus far, and I hope they get their act together and realize that they're turning people off. Okay. All right, man. See ya. Well, that's what happens when you step into a bucket of what he said. Crap. Right. And that's Greg Reed. You know, he thinks he pretends he knows something because he lucked out here because he was able to buy everybody. Spending other people's money. You know, when you spend the uh, Beasley's money and his wife's money, you can buy anybody you want. 
The only problem is, did he spend the money wisely? No. No, because he gave the money to Wayne and John Henry, enormous millions of dollars that I said are choking this place unbelievably. They're gagging on it. They're gagging on it. This place is billing more than any station in the market by far. We're billing millions and millions and millions, and still we're just barely. That's why when it comes payday, we've got to see if the little squiggles are in the bottom of the check to see if it's okay to take it to the bank or not. That's why George is still waiting for his bonus from the spring rating book. Now that we're well into the summer book, of course, it's almost over. He's waiting for the bonus from the spring book and so are a lot of other people. So let me say it again. God bless Norm Kent because if we wouldn't have written it in, written it in uh, gold, in platinum in my contract, we'd be running 85 minutes of spots an hour here. And I would also get my bonus whenever the hell he felt like it. But you see, the one thing, let me tell you this, and this is the truth. Mark this down, okay? Just like Wayne, like Baldy told you, only in this case it's the truth. The only way that you can get these people to do anything is if you have it written in, in platinum, in, in pure platinum. It's the only way. If it isn't written down, if you can't threaten them with a lawsuit and hold it over them legally, They'll just uh, look at you like, oh, well, uh, we'll get around to it. Yeah. They'll lie a lot because that's their number one uh, expertise. The area of expertise is lying. They lie like champions. And why the hell not? Practice makes perfect. And then if you say that they're a bunch of liars, they get real uptight and psychotic. And, oh, uh, they're indignant. How dare you say it like it is? <laughs> 